Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Yo, what up, black monkeys? Pandemonium Radio in the building once again on another one. Just out there shouting out all these monkeys. Mmm, nigga. I have to tell y'all right now, first thing out my goddamn mouth is you niggas need to get you an air fryer. It is the newest in technology. You use nothing but hot air to fry your meats of all sorts, to bake your meats and your pies with hot air. But where my interest goes is in fried chicken. Lord have mercy. I don't even believe in God, but... This shit got me changing my opinion. You just flour your chicken seasoning like you're doing regular shit. You pop that motherfucker in for about 30 minutes. It will come out like the crispiest golden fried chicken ever. This shit is the deliciousness. I'm, I'm, I'm sinking my goddamn teeth into a fucking juicy leg right now. Mmm. The meat is succulent, niggas. Succulent. This right here is the shit. The absolute shit. This is that shit right here. This is like death row with all the platinum hits. At one at at, at one time. I swear you niggas would pass out. You can't even take it. It's the fucking truth. Roof from a Spike Lee joint. Go. Air fried. Air fried, nigga. Air fried. Oh, I'm just eating this shit with a piece of Wonder Bread right now. What up, niggas? Let's let this room get big. Nah, man. Man, this is good. Man, I might have to go get me a Pepsi on this. I ain't been sober in a while, but feeling nostalgic. Janelle, what up? Zimbalis, what up? Those are the two active niggas in the building. Let's click below. We on now. Let's go. Nigga. Man, this shit right here, boy. Y'all don't know who y'all fucking with. Mm. Dane, you know. I told Dane about this shit. He said, nigga, please. But then when I lit up them goddamn wings, though, it was a whole different nigga. Shit actually tastes better than fried chicken. You don't taste none of the grease. You know what I'm saying? This shit is on. On. 
A liar don't know about this, though. What you know about this, a liar? Nothing yet, man. I can't wait to see what's up with it, though. Mm, my nigga, I'm telling you, the white man's science. I, I promise you, he got this shit out of Egypt or Ethiopia or something. This shit here, dog. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds it sounds like you you you've been uh, air frying since the last show, man. Did I talk about it on the last show? Yeah, I mean, you was eating um, the wings last show, remember? That's true. Let me tell you, I perfected the shit. All right. Now, oh man, no, you can't leave an alchemist alone with this shit. This nigga ass said dry fried chicken. Ash, this is a whole new world for you. Dry does not even come into play. This got all the chicken the chicken juice in it left in it. It's air frying. You don't use grease. Deep you don't deep fry. You prepare it like you were gonna fry it, right? Because if you don't do that, it'll bake. You understand? So you can bake, barbecue, do all that good shit. It's a little appliance. You open up the drawer, put your little shit up in there. You you know what I'm saying? Close it up. You got presets. Fries, fish, uh, uh, you know, ribs, whatever the fuck else that is. You know what I'm saying? You got all that bullshit. And um, then... That's all you do. You just hit the button, dog, and just walk away. Just walk away. Now, to get it nice and crispy, you might want to open it in the middle, flip it around. As soon as you click it back in, it pick up where you left off. It's just using hot air. Now, you think you would lose a little something in the exchange. You know what I'm saying? You ain't deep frying. A little trick you could do, you know, you could spray the little grease on it, the little, little pan. That will get a little bit more crispy. Son, this shit come out light, juicy, and crispy than a motherfucker. This shit is real shit. This ain't that fake shit. And your calories is less. That's really the. That's really what it is. You ain't you know eating all the bullshit. I tell you what. After I taste it, I might have to put that on my on my next uh, appliance list right there. I can do you this. You might. I, lo- get I that love shit. some fried fish, some fried shrimp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you. you. Might as well just get this shit now, kid. Gang, you know my taste buds, kid. You 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 taste it what I cook. Yeah, absolutely. You know I don't fuck around. I'm telling you right now. Don't waste your time waiting to taste shit. Good now, nigga. This is the best investment I made in two seven two thousand seventeen. Bam. Telling you, dog, it's like that. It may still reach into 2016 as the best investment. And then we bought a house in 2016. Hell, man. This is the house yo, now. Why is your, why is your homegirl, Janelle, coming out here talking shit? I, I didn't get nothing this week. I don't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> Yeah, she. I think she. She's a little bit excited about 
Who she well, fucking with? I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what she is. She is chef with. What is that? What is that mm-hmm. mean? Right. You better slow down, Janelle. You want to slow down? Nigga, make a trip to Philly. Oh, whole lot of talking. Right. Right. Whole lot of talking. Nigga might blow a hole in something. Fuck around. Fuck around. What up there, Bradford 42? What's good? Bradford, what's good, brother? Send him pictures in there. Cut that shit out. Your phone ain't ring. Nigga, light that messenger up. You know what I'm saying? And he wants to see your titties smashed together. Don't play. <laughs> Not play. Smash them together. I don't know who you think you're fucking with. He's <laughs> an OG. <laughs> Kenneth Robinson is in the building, brother Phil. My boy Dane is in the building. I'm just going to put him right on right now. Nathaniel. What's your playboy? That's Ellsworth Bumpy Bumpy Dane Johnson. What's up, Ellsworth? Elijah, what's going on, brother? What's good, brother Dane? What's going I on with you, call man? It. I can't call it. Same old, same old. I heard y'all talking about that air fried chicken. That's oh, some serious man. shit right there. Let me tell you, I perfected the style. You got, you just got to go a little bit longer with it to get Absolutely. it closer to get. To get it like the Negroes, like it, oh wow, it is doing the thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. He says, What's up, Dane? What's popping? What's up, man? How you, bro? Kenneth Robinson, what's going on? I missed you while I was in town. Nisi Riley. Hey, mm-hmm. lady, how you doing? Um, Cold in the building. We got absolutely. Dog Yogi coming on tonight. Dog, I know, Dog I know, Yogi. I've seen it. He's doing do thing. If you, want to, if you want to drop a little something on us, we're going to see what you told them out tonight. That's not. what's up. Fairy Lioness in the building, brother. Hey, Jeff. Franchie Cakes, what's good? Right, Franchie Cakes. She got a lot of energy. I was trying to get her on the other night, too. She wasn't there, but boy, oh boy, she was like a firecracker or something. <laughs> okay. Live, boy, we need to tell you live about this little. Air fryer thing, son. It's the all the rain. Yes, absolutely. What else you put in there? You just did the chicken? You ain't doing nothing else? I can't move past this chicken yet. Oh, you still, you fucking with some chicken right now. Oh, man. A chicken leg just wrapped in a one piece of Wonder Bread with hot sauce, kid. No size. That shit is mean right there. I took that shit back, son. I had to go way back. Back in the, t- back in the rhyme. That's what's up. Yeah, so I'm just chickening it up. And that's that's the crazy shit. I just uh, had it all season. Just just uh, throw that shit in that well because I did something the other day. Me and Torian got busy. You know, could DJ some. Uh, put the rest in the fridge. Came back today. Just put that shit right up in the cooker and just walked away. <laughs> that shit is the sweetest, the sweetest thing, the sweetest thing you could ever do. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Good. Shockingly good. Okay. So what's mm-hmm. happening with uh, South Carolina? How's it coming along? Oh, South Carolina's going to be big. You know how we're going to do. 
I'm trying to get down there, man. I'm trying to get down there. Yeah, that'd be a good look. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely try to get there. Angela, she's in the building. Angela, impact. Angela, three, 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 three. Hey, sister. That's homegirl from the hood. You know what I'm saying? That's right. What's that talk street, right? She's from the 41st Street. She's from the Mob Deep block. She's Mob Deep people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, she's black. Like, that's just crazy when, you know, somebody is conscious that you knew when, from, your, from like, your your life when you was a civilian. You know what I'm saying? It feels weird <laughs> when I mm-hmm. see who just turns up and is, is conscious and you knew him from when you was little or something like that. See, I knew her when I was little. I was always, Dane was the instigator. She in the store, yo. She in the store. Go ahead, yo. Go ahead, Wolf. Go ahead, yo. Just, just, just roll up on that, son. Throw the base. <laughs> throw the base, kid. Throw the base. I have to always roll on Angela, try to throw the base. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know, Angela had a body, kid. She still got it. You know what I'm saying? But she always had that little body. Mm-hmm. Try, she didn't give me no rhythm. She just said, I knew you wanted one thing. Mm. She, she was right. Mm-hmm. She was fucking right. So she she made she made a fucking good decision. I'm telling you, she made a fucking brilliant decision not to fuck with me back then. I'm telling you. Wow. And then she was kind of younger, but then she grew up. She was real fly. And she knew it. I mean, I went to um, I was in Atlantic City at a at a rap like a, a rap convention of some sort. About a thousand niggas was at the bar just treating her to all sorts of drinks. Top shelf shit. I'm like, God damn, you got these niggas tricking. And she was like, ain't I supposed to? I had nothing to say. <laughs> I had nothing to say. I just kindly walked into my room, took a nap. So she's definitely fire. But then when you see, like, she's conscious later on, man, it's, it's actually... That's the shit that blows my mind. You know what I'm saying? See in the building. A tonight. A tonight. She came to Philly too, so we, we did catch up. She's still looking fly, still got her sexy moves. You know, she walked and moves seductively. Too bad I can't do shit about it, but go, hey, how how you been? How's the kids? <laughs> Joya sending much love. Joya always looks out. Joya sent Khadijah a birthday gift. Nice. We'll see if Khadijah's in the building tonight. Khadijah don't be doing shit, but we watching her shows. We're going to see if she decides to get on tonight. So, <laughs> but she sent her, like, a nice gift. She sent her, like, all this incense, the green Tara, which is my bitch. She sent her a card with the picture. That's real nice, like an incense stand thing. And Joy don't play. She sent her a card with 50 bucks in it. Joy must got some loot, y'all. Because <laughs> on my birthday, Joy just sent me a 50 bucks PayPal. I'm like, shit, Joy has really got the idea. 
Fuck all them likes on Facebook, nigga. <laughs> Troy said there was tangible shit. Because she came through, Dane. She was trying to get through earlier before you left, but she did come through when we was when we was already we was driving Dane to the train station. But she came in. My son let her in. You know, she came in for a minute, dropped the stuff off. But if I'd have known, I'd have told her just wait. We was on the way back. Just waited for her. Check out my girl's joy, joy and pain, sunshine and rain. I hated that song. Joy What's that, Rob Bass, right? In pain. I hated the original yep. one. Then I hated Rob Bass doing it over. The same niggas that made, um, what was that shit? Frankie Beverly and them niggas, wasn't it? That be I think, no, was, was it, yeah, wasn't it them who made that? The same niggas who made Before I Let Go. But then they made the original. Joy in pain, sunshine in rain. What's good, Joya? Nah, not that pump it up, pump it up shit. That was Rob Bass's old corny ass. <laughs> old jogging suit ass, corny ass nigga. Pump it up, pump it up. Joy. And, pain, and them uptown niggas used to throw that song on too. Sunshine and rain. Like, oh, nigga, it's time for me to go to fuck home. This, the jam is over. So they start coming on. Botanical Escape is in the building. How do you Botanical Escape just go smell a flower? Ah, I'm out of here. Botanica. We got a, a lot of Negroes in the building. Sweet Brown 616. Sweet Brown. <laughs> Who else in the building? Mothman, Franny Cakes. Let's see what's up with Franny Cakes. The Franny Cakes. What's up, Franny Cakes? Hotel Beloved. Oh, beloved, beloved, beloved. Oh, beloved. In this wonderful day of mathematical equations that fall on the magnetosphere that reverberate between me and you as two entities that has come together in a magnetical, mathematical equation of love's blessings, and beloved hoteps, I'd like everyone. to say unto thee, how are you, Freddie Cakes? I'm very well. Just working on a little Medusa piece as we Nice. Nice. Yeah, can't nice. wait to see that. Very nice. You're going to put it up on your Instagram? Um. Yeah, I have a couple, actually, uh, concept sketches up there right now. Well, let's tell, let's tell everybody your Instagram so they can go check them out. All right. So my Instagram is Franchi Cake, which is F R A N C H I E C A K E S. Mhm. Yeah. That's how it's spelled in the chat room as well. <laughs> so if y'all can't get it. It's in the chat. That's that's her sign on. That's what she's here as. 
and um, Bradford42 put it up. That's Franny Case. Go see her on Instagram, not just the new artwork or her old artwork. Yeah, and I've actually had, like, a lot of people reach out um, over the mm-hmm. last couple for artwork, so I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate You know, you let oh, me yeah. talk my sheet. Oh, you family. <laughs> no, 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 you family, sweetie. That's how it goes. That's how we do. We're trying to make sure everybody gets, oh, you got something, come at me so we can talk about it, especially some of quality that black folks can use for power. Thank you, Your thank you. Your is power. And uh, I am going to meet you in South Carolina. I'm going to uh, oh, take a trip over there. Yeah. Nice. This is going to be a big deal. Now I'm going to yep. get to exploit you. And, sh- and, and, and it's crazy because the last time I met you, I didn't know it was you. I know. So I after was in- I was gone. So now I'm going to exploit you. I'm going to blow it up. Now I'm going to remember. There go Franny Cakes, y'all. <laughs> Franny Cakes, y'all. Everybody look at Franny Cakes. Yeah. I can't wait to see you in South Kakalaki. Yeah, I'm super excited. I haven't gotten my ticket yet, but I am going to do that. That's this, not this weekend, nice. but next weekend. Nice. Right. Nice. That's going to be yeah. a thing. That's going to be a flow. Yeah, I can't wait. Out. I, I hope and, and wish you was able to make it out to New Orleans. I mean, uh, to Vegas. Vegas. Oh, I'm trying to come. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but I'm going to try real hard. That would be nice. That would be so fun. Yeah, I want to see the heads out there. That's going to be crazy. A whole bunch of conscious heads just turning it out. Let me try to find this flyer. I'm trying to find this flyer for uh, South Carolina, as a matter of fact. Uh, Where did I put the shit? Uh, was it in this new folder? Panic, will you ever learn? Is it in this? I think it's in this folder that says bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. You know how you got to make up your shit, your desktop is so messy that you got to put all that shit in a folder. You don't even know what to name it. No, it's not yeah, bullshit. Yeah, this is a lot of fucked up pictures of Kenny Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of shit that need to go up. Uh, hold on. Let me see. It's not in lecture. No, maybe it's in lecture pictures. And hi, Daniel. Where you fellas at? You hit Franny Case hollering. I just said where you, hi. Where you? Uh, hi. Huh? What's good? Right I, I, I said what's up to you a little earlier. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. All right. Ooh, Franny Case is a fox, too, man. Y'all better be yelling, Franny, hey, baby, how you doing? What you doing? What's up? What's up? What you got on? What you wearing? What you doing? What you doing? I, how you doing? I really want to meet Brother Phil, though. Oh, you oh, will. He's, <laughs> he know, his ass may show up in South Carolina. He is just that that zany, you know what I'm saying? He is zany, well, so he might just show it up. It's interesting because on um, 
that last show that um, you let me talk my shit on. <laughs> um, I've been, um, like, receiving channels from um, Frida Kahlo. And, you know, like, obviously mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about it. And he totally, he straight up called that shit out, too. And it was just so bizarre. I'm like, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah he's a good yeah. dude. He's, nice. he's on his work. He be doing his work. So, yeah, I could see that. Pick that shit up immediately. No doubt I could see that. You ever heard Dark Yogi before, Franny Cakes? Yes. She came yes. on the show before. Mm-hmm. She's I that nice. Instagram post. I followed her on the Instagram, and I saw mm-hmm. where on here, so I'm here for the long haul. Let me tell you, I met her live in Arkansas, and for I was talking to her for about ten minutes and didn't know it was her. She played me. I'm <laughs> like, who is this pretty girl talking to me? Because she had her hair in a style. That actually, I remember my sister used to wear hair like that. It was like one of the best hood hairstyles ever. I don't <laughs> even know the name of it. It's just two braids going to the side, stuck to your head, and that's that's the <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, she got her shit braided in one of my favorite girl hairstyles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so I was talking to her for ten minutes, and she's like, nigga, you nigga act, nigga, you don't know who the fuck are you talking to. I was like, oh, beloved, no, no tap. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> yeah, I said, no tap. And she's like, you know, she's like, it's me, Doc Yogi, faggot. I'm like, oh, shit, this is violence. But then, you know, she's a sweetheart. You can tell. She's got, like, a lot of magnetic energy. You know what I mean? Like, very attractive, very attractive. And, um, you know, her yoga game is off the hook. She be doing them backstreds and all that extra shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, God damn, you be doing all that shit in the sun, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This shit is real. <laughs> so, yeah, her yogi, dark yogi. You know what I'm saying? She ain't no jokey. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to her tonight. Yeah, we're going to see what she talking about. She talking about tonight, friend Kate. You sounded, when you did your interview, you sounded like you was on something. That's just your oh regular energy. God. Oh, my God. That is like, let me tell you a story. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Okay, so I was, like, nervous. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll take, this. I'll take the edge off with a beverage or two. <laughs> I didn't eat that day, maybe. I don't know mm-hmm. what. But I wasn't my own friend for like a week after I heard that show. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it was still beautiful. It was still beautiful. I still so was happy with that interview. But I could tell you was nervous. I could tell when everybody's nervous. I never used to be able to tell that. But I'm like, why the fuck do I make people nervous? Like, you know, it's just weird. Like, uh, you know, I wouldn't even think that. That's not even, like, if you ask that to Dane, then probably you lie about it now. They, it would sound stupid, you know what I'm saying, them knowing me. So it was weird. I didn't notice that until, like, maybe a few encounters with niggas. Like, cause the first encounters when I started handing out flyers for a, a Leans lecture that I was doing. 
So that's when I had to interact with niggas because primarily I just sit at home on the radio. Motherfuckers was stuttering and niggas was going crazy. <laughs> like, oh shit, your your brother panicked. Oh shit, man! And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like, I had no clue. This nigga was yeah. talking to me. One nigga was talking to me. He was like, yeah, well, you know that chain got on. You know what I'm saying? I like that, you know what I'm saying? So I go outside, I pray to Satan, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I need something, I just go outside, throw my hands, and be like, Satan, you know what I'm saying? Satan. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what that chain means, young man? I said, a little bit. That's why the fuck I'm wearing it. He said, Yo, what's, your, what's your name, brother? I said, my name is Paddock. Oh, <laughs> brother Paddock? <laughs> this nigga went ape shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, what the fuck is happening? Whatever is happening, because you teach that shit to Khadijah. I need that shit when I come home at night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need that shit when she walks in the door. Look at panic. Something like, this nigga just went hate. And then there's another nigga. And these niggas, is, this is well-known Facebook aficionado niggas. Hey, met this nigga. This nigga's bottom lip is shaking. You know what I'm saying? While I'm standing, then he start going into this weird science. You know, oh, you, the date of your lecture is Ace Jack Deuce over trays that come through back to the master three trump cards. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He said, Oh, I was talking such and such. I'm like, why the fuck is niggas this nervous? You know what I'm saying? And then I started to realize, it's like, I guess it must be some shit. I said, I guess you would because you hear me. Uh, if you don't know me, you just hear me here talking about this shit. So I guess you respect when I meet you. What the fuck are you doing for science today, nigga? Did you do magic today? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think it's that kind of shit. So I got used to like, a, but I could tell now when people, I could tell you was nervous, sweetie. Well, yeah, and and I've like been watching like your videos for like years now, and so I'm right. like, yes, this is my chance. This is my right. chance. And then I was like, okay, that was oh my god, I was never gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's okay. Like the second time, people are usually relaxed. I'm gonna tell you who is cool as a motherfucking fan. Day one, right out the gate. Well, not when she met me, because I seen her bottom lip shaking too, but on the radio. Trina, 100%, the best interview I had thus far. Flowed like a motherfucker, knew everything she was going to say. Everywhere I was leading her, that motherfucker was right there throwing it back. She was catching where I was leading her, you know what I'm saying? Because I have to conduct it where you can get your story out 100%. She got her shit out 100%. But when I met her a couple of times in real life, I seen her a little bit nervous, but she got over it quick. But she's in that group where we play around a lot, so she sees me more leisurely now. So she know it ain't that serious. But she was a little nervous in the beginning. I noticed when I met her. You know what I'm saying? Most people who come to class aren't too nervous. More the guys are nervous because they start talking. As soon as they walk through the door, the ones who walk through the door, and I'm trying to get everybody online. So my thing is like, hold on for a second, dog. We'll, we'll kick it, but... Stop telling me about your dreams while I'm trying to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And my grandmother, and she came through. I'm like, all right, we get to, we'll get there. But you could tell it's like a nervous reaction. Mm. But I could tell you had something in your system that night. Well, you yeah, but you, I mean, you, 
you just have so much to say. Like, there's so much to say. I right. Know, so, right. Right. They no doubt. No doubt. They were gone. But I am, on another note, um, I my uh, reading with Khadija is coming up in October. Oh, you're going to feel it. She's going to give you the business. I am She's going to so give you the business. Excited. Like, when I hear people behind that door, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's like she's fucking somewhere else. That's how I know that shit is real. Because I remember that shit from me. When I used to be in them zones, like even in early lectures, you hear me just be like, da 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 And she's doing that shit. And it's like, because all that shit is bottled up. Like, I said, the more she talks, the more it'll get slower. Because that's that started with, the more I got more of what I needed to say out the less I had to put it to that. So when you had a lot to say, that also tells me you got a lot of spiritual energy in you too. So like you said, when you get your opportunity, it's like da 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 You know what I mean? So I totally get it. But you did your thing. I, t- I kept asking you or trying to ask you all the questions I needed to get you to tell everybody where to go <laughs> and what to look at. So you was good. You did it. I'm not mad at all. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely cute. I knew you was coming back. Immediately. <laughs> and I made some really cool new Insta friends, too, on Instagram. Good. I was like, oh, my God, people still want to be my friend? That's awesome. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. You was adorable. You was definitely adorable. Shit, you made me want to go in there and just pour some Hennessy. Like, yeah. I want to get where she is. It's going to be one of them nights. I'm just going to get where she goes. <laughs> We're going to try to get where she at. It was that fucking Jack Daniels, man. Haven't even oh, that Jack, see? Yeah, see, what what yeah, state no. you in? You in Cincinnati? Um, what do you say? What state you in? Cincinnati? No, I live in Charlotte. North Carolina? Yeah. And you came to Cincinnati? Yes, that's what I told oh, you. Well, I was. Talking, I made like it was like a little mini pilgrimage. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Did, you sure did. That's right. That's right. You a baller. You a baller. You the niggas is real. I'd be so surprised, like, you know, I expect I expect the worst, three niggas showing up at a lecture. For the mere fact, I'm like, well, they've been hearing it for free for so long, you know what I'm saying? But the reality is, and I'm glad people can see the reality, a live lecture ain't nothing like you ever been to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's totally and different. It's a totally different experience. It's a totally different energy, you know what I mean? And, um... Yeah. Like even that dude at that place, he cut the he cut that shit short. I was at, I wasn't even at the halfway point in Cincinnati. I'd have rocked that shit until your asses would have been so numb in those seats, for real. And um, but you know he cut it a little bit short. He said, you know, but uh, it's all good because we're gonna keep on rolling. We're gonna make it happen in South Carolina. We're gonna make it happen in. Vegas, you know what I'm saying? We made it happen in um, Arkansas with my girl, Eleanor Wesley. Eleanora Wesley. You know, so the live lecture is a big time thing, and I'm seeing motherfuckers just coming from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That ain't from states. Like, you know, it's like incredible. Like, when we went to Florida, you know, Uche came from goddamn London. Another cat came from Canada. Another nigga, this nigga, he probably in the chat room now. What's his, uh, uh, starts with a W, what's his name? Um, it'll come up. He just took my class. 
This motherfucker came with no fucking money and some slippers in Florida. <laughs> Rolled up in slippers, just called Visa, said, yo, could you, just, could you get me to the lecture? I'm random guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, all right, random guy. Picked up random guy. Random guy said, look, I got a $25 money order. I make a down payment for class. I said, nigga, I don't even want to play that game. You know what I'm saying? A nickel and dime me all the way up. We don't take pennies here. You know what I'm saying? You, gotta, you don't take change. You got to come with right with that crack money. So I'm like, dude, just hit me up, man. Maybe I'll just give this shit to you for free. You keep. The, I'd rather give it to you for free than $25 and $10 and $15 all the way till you get to the tab. Man. I won't even remember. But he waited, I guess. He paid me. He must have paid him up. Got out them slippers. You know what I'm saying? Because he took the class. The last, um, you know, last joint. But, like, motherfuckers be really taking this shit seriously. You know what I'm saying? Even the people now. I'm thinking South Carolina is going to be a little place. But the way I'm hearing it, motherfuckers is coming. You know what I'm saying? And these, like, niggas is nonstop talking about South Carolina. I'm like, all right, then, you know, I'm going well, then it's just going to be one of them things, you know what I'm saying, one of them things. Yeah, I'm going to give out the info for that, too, today. So, I, if Franny Cakes, if you come through, that'll be sweet. I'm going to blow you up on this one. I will you know, be there. You're going to try to get a liar to flow through, a liar be fronting on us. We're going to see. Do it. We're going to see if we're going to get him to flow through. What you doing there, liar? See, that nigga ain't even paying attention no more. Let's see. Let's, well, let's still make sure he's in the game. He might have got cut off. Let's cut see. off? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, He must have had to dial back in. There you go. There you Thanks, go. Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah, I was on. I was, I, my line dropped, man. So you had to come back in. Let me tell you. We trying to get you to South Carolina, dog. What you trying to do, hey, dog? What you trying hey, to man, do? Hey man, I, I, I want to be there too. I'm, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make this shit happen. See, I like the way you think. You know what I'm saying? I like the way you think because you have to make a appearance. These chicks thinking you an illusion, dog. They seen you. You know what I'm saying? On the on on the on the YouTube videos, all up in the videos. Come to death row, they saying. <laughs> <laughs> all up in the video, all up on YouTube. Come to death row. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, right. hey, just call me. Hey, just call me Tupac then. All right, Pac, come on. All eyes on me. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I was not a Tupac music fan. I know it's shocking. I did not get into that music. I couldn't. He's, his spirit is coming to me a couple of times very hard. First he came through, he said he was a, he was a personification of my eye. And that showed the contradiction that was in him all the way through his career, all the way through his known life. One day he's a thug and one day is all about lady. Oh, just sweet lady. I just couldn't fuck with it. That's easy because we real fit, because we feel it. I just didn't dig it. I know that hurts a lot of niggas' feelings. Man, <laughs> I, I, outside of, outside of Nas, man, you you didn't really dig nobody after your air too much. Mm. 
No, nah, my nigga. Well, probably you're probably right. You know what I'm saying? We done been through this, man. I just tried to find a thousand <laughs> people for you, man. You ain't feeling nobody. Ain't nobody doing that shit. Ain't nobody doing that shit. Drake, come on, man. That nigga is a fucking. That nigga is a fucking weirdo, yo. You know what I'm saying? Weirdo rap. I can't fuck with nothing. None of that wheezy. That shit is fucking ridiculousness. I cannot fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Just give me meth. Give me red man. Give me ghost. Biggie. But none of that easy for easy for Jesus. None of that shit. West Coast niggas. Barely. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube, maybe, on, on the hits. Ice Cube, yeah. Dre, Snoop, Dads and Corrupt, suck nuts. They shouldn't even been around. Um, <laughs> what else is there, dog? It's NY. Chris, see, 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 Corrupt had lyrics, man. You, 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 just, you, you just missed it, man. Oh, I definitely missed that shit. I missed yeah. it because of the corniness that they were. Fucking corny-ass niggas, yo. One of them niggas needed a shave. I just wanted to say, look, motherfucker, shave, nigga. This mustache looked like they threw that shit on from across the room, kid. The one who got <laughs> the fucking drunk. This <laughs> is so corny. You can't even listen to them. They don't even carry them. That's like saying iced oh, tea. Oh, man. Like saying iced tea is nice. He, I don't care what. Nah, I'm just, I'm just saying. You, 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 you were letting the mustache throw you off from his lyrical precision. It that's all. Definitely, it definitely did. It's a, it's a whole package for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't be, you can't be sucky in one area. As soon as LL started looking like that man fag. You didn't want to hear nothing. <laughs> All that goddamn, get your head strong, get your head strong. That was over. It was over. It was downhill. After jingling, baby, it was downhill from there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, nah, he still had some cuts after that. Come on, man. Like what? <laughs> 14 shots of the dome was trash. Ah, uh, come on, man. Before, after jing- no, after jingling was Mama Said, which was it. And then... Exactly. That's what I'm gonna say. Mama at, said, "Come okay, on, man." Okay. After Mama said, and and really jingling baby really kicked off. Mama said, even though it was from um, it was from Walking with a Panther. It was the remix that he let Marley do to see if it was gonna be like that. Marley did that whole album. That's a QB thing, but I'm gonna let that slide. Half the shit on 14 shots of the dome that him that Marley did because Marley had a few cuts on that, and he let Quincy Jones um son do the, pretty much the rest of that. The ones Marley did was from Mama Said. Mama Said, I was there when they took the recordings that was already recorded and just put them shits on 14. After that shit, what was there? What album was there? Wasn't that shit like Goat and um, all that shit he started happening with Cannabis pretty much after that, right? Yeah, I mean, he had the stuff with cannabis, but I, I mean, I, he had some hits, man. I mean, it, it wasn't like you know, like my, Mama said enough, but he had some, he had all, some all hits. All that singing man. shit. No, of course he's gonna have hits. He's LL. Fucking, 
Weezy got hits, you know what I'm saying? We're not talking about hits. We're talking about motherfucking credibility. That credibility was, like, really going downhill. It's easy for him to do all that singing shit. You rap and then you take the hottest R&B group, that's easy, you know what I'm saying? Even when Nas did that shit for a while, that was stupid. But it was necessary for them to, to, for them to exist. All that shorty, you can rock my ice. Nigga, I went to get a drink when they threw that shit on, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. I want to hear Beast theme play that night. They don't act right. Understandable, smooth shit that murderers move with. Ooh, nigga. That wow. shit can feel. Know what I'm saying? All that, I know I can be what I want to be. <laughs> nigga, we're going to let that shit just be what it was. Hey, he was trying to motivate the people, man. He did. Good job. I was you know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't trying to motivate me. I already knew I could be what I wanted to be. He wasn't talking to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening. That's my right. whole point. See, Weezy ain't talking to me. I don't know nah. how to speak that bullshit. Drake ain't nah. talking to me. I'm not in love with the cocoa. <laughs> not at all. So, yeah, that's the exact point. None of that shit is speaking to me. That's the point. If it's speaking to me, I'm fucking with it. The one nigga you convinced me on was, what's that nigga from L.A.? Rock, was it Roscoz or some shit? Razcaz. Razcaz. That's the one nigga you convinced me on. He was like, that nigga's nice. I'm like, I don't believe you. And then I heard some shit. That nigga was saying some fucking top shelf shit. Rascast? Uh, no. Oh, please believe it. Rascast is one of the sickest, man. If if you get into really listen to his shit, he's he's so sick with he's so sick that he could never blow up, man. It, it, it was just too much. Mm. It was too much. Yeah, I never, uh, he's I never, a good rapper. He's he's good. That's I'm not gonna uh, yeah yeah. You you I ain't heard enough yet. That's all you ain't heard no, enough. I heard, man. I heard I heard where he's at with it. You know what I'm saying? But then I also heard Joe Buttons and was like, oh, shit. He was yep. ill, too. But, yep. I'm, but that's the whole slaughterhouse is The whole slaughterhouse is crazy. The whole slaughterhouse is crazy. Well, I, you know, that, I, I, you know, hey. <laughs> hey. I remember you telling me about it, but, you know, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Terrence One is still making albums. <laughs> oh man! Yes, he is. Yeah, he need to he need to become like a librarian by now. Or some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's. I mean, he he just he he speaks for a living now. That's what he does. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Hotep beloved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it seems about right. You know what I'm saying? It seems about right. You know what I'm saying? I like boom bap shit. You know what I'm saying? A nigga gotta be banging it. You know what I'm saying? Three elements. Crazy chorus. Lyrics gotta be sick in a style and the beat is sick. That yeah. combination, whoo, forget it. You know what I'm saying? Forget it. And, and I can listen to the classics on the iPod. I'm not searching for no new shit. I've heard, I've got my fill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm really looking to hear some new niggas drop some shit. You know what I'm saying? All the old niggas suffice. suffice. 
I hear you. There's some new Phil niggas said. out there that's Brother dropping said, some Brother shit, Phil though. said, far side. Word is born. I'll stab you right in the juggler for saying that shit. You <laughs> <laughs> my house, son. You get stabbed for that shit. Far side, nigga. As I was going to the store, then I picked up some butter. They was real creative doing them backwards-ass videos and shit, but... You know, let's let's not. It was just after your time, man. Fire, fire, fire side was nice, This was my time. The niggas was from my era. They sucked in my era. They did that. That wood suck. They did the the video was tight. The records wasn't ill. That one song, that was the one hit that killed it in New York. I know that much. All that other shit, that do 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 do, that was it. Yeah, everybody was talking about their videos, but nobody. everybody was talking about the one song. They had the one hit in New York. That's for real. Cool Keith, I mean, his records suck, but he's a genius. I'm looking at niggas in the chat room. Niggas are saying some fucked up shit. Goody Mob. Uh, Goody Mob. Goody Mob. That's, that's not even in it. You know what I'm saying? That that's just out. That's outside of your realm. That's all, man. But goody, goody, mob. That's what we talking about. That's, that's exactly what we talking about. My motherfucking realm. <laughs> I, I totally get it. I, it's like I don't need the explanation of what they were. I, I I've proved to you and show you many times. I understand what music was. I understand the the whole science of this shit. This was my whole shit. So I knew what they were and what realm they were in. But that's exactly what we're talking about right now, my realm. So I knew exactly their impact. I knew exactly their impact out here and how legendary they seem out here. I also remember them coming to New York in flip-flops, and it was the greatest fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. So, I mean, I know what they were. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what they are, and I know where they, I know where they stand in the game and their, their position in it. But no, 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 that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the New York mind state right now. And a lot of niggas in New York would expand to that type of music. See, I, I just was strictly New York niggas, New York, New York, New York. It's just a certain fucking flow. I was even watching the Tupac movie, and when they put the fake Biggie on, that shit sounded ill. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's the shit. I'm, I'm straight, boom, back. It's a certain rhythm. You know what I'm saying? And I know niggas will be talented doing that other shit. I say y'all niggas will go too far because that nigga from that nigga Andre 2000 went absolutely too far. You know what I'm saying? That nigga used to put on a blonde wig and do surf music. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. And that fat nigga from Goody Mob is no better. Yeah, he got to be Yeah, with it, yeah okay. I seen that nigga wearing a fucking wedding dress. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> All of that shit matters. They didn't say fuck you with goodie mob, but that nigga wearing a fucking wedding dress. So you, I'm gonna let y'all niggas tell it. Know what I'm saying? What is rap? What is rap to you? Wow. Uh huh. You got all these niggas out here wearing fucking dresses now. Know what I'm saying? Pocketbooks. Fucking, yeah, pocketbooks and dresses, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas can't justify that bullshit. Know what I'm saying? Hey, motherfucking Casey and JoJo had on fucking semi-dresses. <laughs> Shit dripping down their backs. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that was, uh, what's the name? That was Tony, Tony, Tony. No, that was, yeah, them niggas had that shit on too. Casey, Casey. and JoJo, had, remember that shit, that black shit with the long <laughs> shit out the back? It was fucking flowing. <laughs> fucking flowing, my nigga. <laughs> wow. Yeah, them niggas look like oak. 
Oracles, Master Ace was all right. Master Ace was nicer before he got with Marley because uh, he was in a contest with us. He was throwing those contests at USA Master Ace won. That's actually how he got on with Marley. Kwame was in it, too. Kwame was better than that polka dot shit, too. Um, who else? That's what I got down with Super Lover C. So I met him there. DJ Scratch used to come through. Uh, Jay-Z came through. Jay-Z was, me and Hot Day was fucking with the pitch on it. They had some record disc, him and Jazzo, fucking with the pitch, fucking up their show. Little did we know. I mean, there's a lot of niggas, man. I remember this shit from the spawner. That shit just had a mentality, you know what I'm saying? And I know the mentality is supposed to expand, but shit went left in a lot of places. Scarface is an ill nigga. Scarface is one of the illest, the top dog. Very small. Scarface is ill, you know what I'm saying? Surprising to say that, man. Don't be surprised, nigga. You you, you surprised because you, you ain't got what I'm coming from. I'm just surprised. I ain't never heard you, you say that before. You ain't got what I'm coming from yet. You don't, you don't just, understand. You, know, you don't understand yet. Listen, listen, listen. Hey. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you're not dressed like Prince. Ah, ah, That's like saying that. But hold on. Oh. That's like saying that. Like, no. if I know you, listen where I'm going with this. If I know you, you're not going to be wearing no velvet shit because I know you. So all look, you just did was prove that you don't know me, player. Look, now, let's look. ask Dane. Dane, are you surprised I said Scarface is the shit? Not at all. You understand what I'm saying a lot? So you used to, you used to bump Scarface? Holy listen, God, I fuck with face heavy. Face heavy, dog. Listen, you don't get. I tried to explain this shit to you at my house at many a party. What you you have in your mind that I'm stuck somewhere and I just don't understand the whole climate. That I taught the whole climate of this shit. I'm telling you. I told you there's a difference in my preference and difference from me understanding. There's a certain criteria rap. I don't give a fuck where you from. You got to live up to where you can put lyrics together. In a in a in a form where we can call that shit poetry. So when I heard Roscoe, he does that. I ain't heard no records, and it don't matter. I hear niggas rapping to rhythms in New York, old niggas when they go on radio shows and them. Where have you been, ass niggas? They're rapping on rhythms that is so sick, in in between fucking beats now. It evolved to something else, even Super Lover C. I heard this nigga say a rhyme that was so fucking incredible, just off, you know, just on some radio show he was on, where you could hear it evolved into something else that ain't even fucking records because they're not doing records. So did, what's mm-hmm. his name? He did it on um, the nigga from Sadat X. Sadat X, because you know I talked about that and played that. This shit was mm-hmm. somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm into. You understand what I'm saying? And come on, man. You don't see that Scarface meet that criteria because what's in your oh, head? Oh, of course. I mean, I was on Scarface. I just, head, you know. No, no, no. What's in your head about me is you think, I can't see that. This offer stuck on New York shit. No, I see what I'm telling you. I see. I I want a standard. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't just Corbin coming from New York. It's a standard that was born in New York. 
so more New York niggas are going to have that standard. Scarface has been following the New York standard because he understands and he's able to live up to a certain level of poetry. Niggas who are not resort to bullshit. We don't love hoes. And that's, the, that's, what it, that's what they're more known for. You know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg did get better lyrically. But listen to some of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can hear where he did harder lyrics, and then you can hear where he did shit that he know got him attention. You know what I'm saying? He's going to lick my balls, lick my balls. And you're like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I understand what that's about. But some niggas could just hit you with a boom bat and kill you. Slick Rick, for instance. Master. You know what I'm saying? Masters. Like I said, Ice T and all them, uh, Ice Cube and them niggas, they got there. You know what I'm saying? They got there. It was first there, a little West Coast sound, copying off of New York. Then they eventually went into their own, then they got there. Dre, you could definitely hear somebody else is writing that shit. Mm. No, no, no. I'm a study of this. You can hear he's saying somebody else's rhymes, which is, which is he's got an ill writer. It was that nigga who used to suck on all them records, DF, DM something. DLC. Yeah, some old wild shit. He sounded terrible, but he used to write lyrics. And, no, not not DLC. It was DLC. I was going to say, because DLC used to rip the mic, man. No, DLC had the first actual hit from L.A. in New York. How about that? And it was in New York joints. It was two joints that niggas was bumping in New York first from DOC. And then that made them start to look at Eazy-E. Then the first shit they was bumping was We Want Easy because they, they liked the video and that easy access. So niggas started, the niggas who used to walk around on radios would bump that. And it was really the second NWA that really got attention. And that's when it really began, when they did that uh, uh, I just want to celebrate real niggas don't die. Still one of my favorite songs. That statement alone is ill. Real niggas don't die. Woo. Ooh, that shit is still one of my joints. And that nigga got that shit, I just want to celebrate niggas. Oh, shit, nigga, that is disgusting. No, I like what I like, kid. You know what I'm saying? It just got to be, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it, Bradford. Dead saying funky it up with the um, sample of misdemeanor. Um, from the DLC. So DLC was writing, but there was another nigga. He had a rough voice. He was on all. He was on the Chronic, but he was the worst nigga on the Chronic. I can't remember his name. Oh, Ren, MC Ren. Mm mm No, Ren. Ren was NWA. Ren was my favorite nigga in NWA. That nigga's mystique was the illest in NWA because you didn't really know what this nigga was about. You really couldn't even. You and really because he probably didn't have a character, but he would lay back so much, he was one of the illest niggas, because you really couldn't map this nigga. You really couldn't figure him out. No, he was N.W.A. on the chronic. When Dre went and branched off, he had all them corrupt dads. He had another nigga, a nigga with a rough voice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh somebody named Big, Big Knox named RBX. RBX, that's him. He was doing a lot of writing, too, but his voice was terrible. That's why they kept that nigga around. And I don't know who was right, but when Dre did, which was um, keep the heads ringing, you can hear somebody wrote that shit. 
You could tell when a nigga's saying Somebody wrote all of Dre shit. Dre didn't never write no his own shit. No, well, I'm sure of it, but let me tell you, that's when it was absolutely obvious is what I'm saying. I never gave Dre credit for writing anything, but that's when it was absolutely obvious. And um, anyway, so all of that shit is what matters. You understand what I'm saying? Not just because they live in fucking L.A. You do what you need to do. You got it. Ice-T sucks, son, and that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? He's corny. And if he wasn't, I would say it. But it doesn't mean I can't I disagree with that. that. I, but it doesn't. But it doesn't mean I don't understand him as to be an icon, though. But she is. That mm-hmm. nigga just did an unsung. The white man, Dick Wolf, the producer that put him on them uh, them cop shows that he's on. This nigga's son. He said, "I don't even walk around with actors. I walk around with actors." He said, "Everybody yelling out Ice T." He said, white truckers would vote for Trump talking that song. Yo, Ice, what up? That nigga's iconic, kid. His face been around for years. Yep. Long ass time. Fucking, what, 30 years now? Yeah, yeah, it might be something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I was about 19 when he came out. Maybe even less. First, you first you seen them in um, Breaking, actually, them corny-ass raps. But I met Ice-T a couple of times. He's probably one of the nicest niggas you will ever meet, yo. A couple of times. He's like a sweet guy. <laughs> Ice-T is a sweet guy. Hmm. So he talked about rap enough, talked enough shit about rap. Let's see, uh, let's see, let's see what's up. I think we time... Let's get Dark Yogi on, see what she's talking about. So All right. we talk shit for the rest of the night. First, we got to, oh, before we put it on, we're going to say what's up to Trina. I don't know what Visa got going. You know, Visa's from Florida, so I don't know. She told me her, she came to Atlanta, but she told me her shit was flooded. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, some shit got fucked up up here, too. Yeah, not my house, kid. My shit is my shit a protection. <laughs> we didn't even lose no electricity. That's we didn't even, we, we even blink or nothing. But Not yeah, that. some people got fucked up. My girl, Shalonda, a tree fell through her shit. She was going live today. Fly Ankles is in the building. Francis What's good, Lynn Fly Ankles? Fly Ankies. Hanky Panky Ankies. Let me tell you, yeah, she, she was showing it. She went live. The tree smashed it. Shit out of the house. And Damn. it fucked up three layers. The window in the basement. She said the shit came down, hit a glass table, and the glass table cut her nephew. She went in the bathroom, showed the blood. Shit looked like a straight crime scene. When they called the police, the police thought it was a crime scene. He said they was like, hold up, let's get the detectives. It's like, no, this shit just broke on me. You know what I'm saying? And, um, Dang. yeah, so she, you know, she was, you know, she said everybody's good though, but you know, you know, they're gonna get their little insurance. But yeah, trees came down out here. I just went through that shit like a motherfucker. I put on the, cause you know the cable was out though, the internet was out, so we went to DVDs. You know what I'm saying? And like, let me tell you, when the lights go out, nigga, we ain't used to that shit in New York. Out here, son, that shit is like terrorism, kid. You really gotta like yourself. 
because that's all you got is your fucking thoughts. You wow. really better like your mate. You better be the most interesting bitch in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to be, that's all you got. Son, that shit happened once, right before I went to Arkansas. Power went out, and um, nigga, I just, 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 just laid in the bed and went to sleep, kid. I was watching the DVD. I seen the shit blink. And let me tell you, shit was going out. I was in Snellville, done. The whole Snellville was getting dark. Street lights was out. I'm like, oh, shit, Uber me home, baby. Got home. I said, oh, this shit is still good on the outside of the town. Shit said, zoop, I said, oh, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Shit ain't go. I fell asleep at like fucking 8. Woke up 2.30. Shit was still on. She's looking clear outside. She said, fuck you, Irma. But out here, some niggas got it bad, depending on where you at. Florida got it bad, though. They said the keys, 25% of the houses is fucking fucked up. Uh, oh, yeah. Destroyed. So yeah. she done, kid. But Visa said, she was out here. She said, I didn't talk to her this day. But she said, yeah, there's flooding in the neighborhood. So I don't know if she went back. Chain online now, so let's see what's up. We about to get dark, yo. You know, I'm gonna talk. Say what's up to Trina real quick. See what she up to. Yo, Trina, what I've done? Ah, uh, nothing much. Just relaxing here, enjoying uh, the max and relax session. No doubt. Don't pass gas. Don't pass gas. <laughs> I promise Don't not. Don't pass to. gas. Don't pass gas. What's going on with you, Slick? You oh, to nothing much. Uh, I got some orders for my book that were uh, scheduled to go to Florida. I just wanted to let anybody down in Florida that's listening to me now, let them know that we're going to get those orders out in a, a couple of days. Look, obviously, we had to put them on hold, but they on the way. What you need to do is send them niggas some life preservers. <laughs> Real, I don't know how they're gonna get them. That's the thing. I'm like, oh my. He's gonna send it to a house that don't exist no more. Well, they keep uh, inboxing me talking about uh, we won't. I said okay. Good, they good. That means they must have did their listen to me and did their goddamn magic. I, okay, hope they work that shit Protect out. Protect that you know? shit out. Work mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> Protect their shit. Khadija had a reading with a sister from Florida. She said, a whole block gone. Not her house. She uh, said, shit is amazing. She's the only house on the block standing. Did that magic. You know what I'm saying? Shit, that works. Yeah, I'm living in the, we live in Tornado Alley, so we be sending that shit up north. No doubt. Don't send it up here. Nah. Just just towards North Kansas City. Anybody oh, in Kansas City. Now you know why all the tornadoes go to North Kansas City. Nah, y'all <laughs> fucking around, fucking around. I say y'all niggas need to protect your shit. Get them goddamn Necronomicon shirts. You know what I'm saying? A cult That's territory. right. I'll have mine on uh, when I go to Dallas. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard you're going to be doing your lecture in Dallas. First your time. So lecture about girl. My book. And that alchemical change I made, you know, that spiritual well, alchemy. You, 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 like you ain't gonna say the name of your book right now. You need to go ahead and do that. Do my that. Book. It's called yeah, Finding My Truth. 
Finding my truth. My, and it's mine. It's my truth. My way works for me. It's my way <laughs> or the highway. Every day, every day, every day, finding my truth.
truth is in you. It's around you. It is you. <laughs> I am the truth. You are the truth, baby. You are the truth. <clears throat> so you can go and get it. Go and email that girl and get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing what Phil is all about. So y'all ready for Dark Yogi? Let's get on. We bullshitted enough. We made it happy because Dark Yogi might make us sad. We're going to see what we're talking about tonight. Uh, uh, tonight, let me go and find Dark Yogi. Ready for Dark Yogi, Trina? Absolutely. That's my girl. You know, she's an oracle now, too. Ooh, she's an oracle. Trina, where's my invite at, Trina? Where's your invite? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. He don't live in Florida. Found his way in just a minute. I hooked him up. What the fuck is Dog Yogi? She left the building. Dog nah, Yogi. she should be in there. I don't see her. Look where she um. Be. She look look about three above me. He's right under Zane. Oh, oh, there she is. I can't wait for this one. She was actually hiding like a real Dog Yogi. Did y'all see her amazing pictures that that shit should be doing with her body? Wow, shit is amazing. (laughs) It's incredible. I'm going to go check that out tonight. (laughs) When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall. In the back of my mind, I hear my conscience. Yeah, she's good. She's good with it. All right, let me let's get down to our guests. Get serious. Dark Yogi is in the building, and if those of y'all who do not know Dark Yogi, she is a master yoga instructor. She also shared some things with us the last time. She had a whole show, and she talked about some personal things. You can go back and listen to the show and uh. I have to you know, get that out. I'm sorry. Say it again. Oh, I'm unmuted. <laughs> yeah, you're unmuted, Biz. You're unmuted. My bad. Biz. I was talking about I'm on my tap phone. I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about giving you your props and everything. She did a show with us last time. She's back. She told me she wanted to come back. She has some things to say. So we're going to let her. Have the floor. Dark Yogi, welcome back to Pandemonium. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, Alaya. Hey, Trina. Hey, Dave. What's good, Dark Yogi? Up, hey, Dark Yogi. What's up, baby? Hey, Panic. <laughs> hey, what up, Dark Yogi? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. And I did not call you no faggot. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, didn't do that. I was passing it up. I was passing it up. You didn't go past mama. You just wow. like that, you punk motherfucker. Live-ass <laughs> nigga. Fake-ass motherfucker. But you didn't say faggot. You didn't say that, but you was like, fucking corny-ass nigga. Fucking short motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm live on the, on the Facebook, that. and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm telling him, no, he, he's... He's embellishing. <laughs> yeah. I'm embellishing. She's very respectful. She's yeah. very, very honorable. Very honorable meeting her, the Dark Yogi. 
they were all so nice and so respectful. Like, it's so nice to meet you guys live as well. Y'all got some real honorable motherfuckers. Not to realize, oh, I'm dealing with gods. That's why. Real good, decent uh, a cut of people. The cut of her jib was quite respectful when she met me. But I was actually shocked. I yes. didn't know it was her when I was talking to her. Now, that part is true. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was her for a while. And then to find out it was her was a wonderful surprise. I may have got a little bit goofy, like, oh, Doc Yogi. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, your hair was, like, really kicking. I like that hairstyle. I told you that, too. Yeah. That's one of my favorite hairstyles. You had it, you had it rolling. Hooray. Rocking. And that's why I was, and it's the simple, it's the, it's the hoodness of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. That grade, that's the fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you took some fucked up wigs. You know what I'm saying? That's the wig true. game, the wig <laughs> game was really out, outrageous. I seen a bitch in a purple wig the other day. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? I'm saying they already got a mascot for McDonald's, bitch. His name is Ronald. Give it up. So when just to see that pretty hair, that pretty her, that pretty her, that her, nice, yeah, it would work well with your face. It's very pretty, very, very, very pretty. And you you tell you like a good, honest person. You would, you know, if you found a wallet, you probably give it back. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think I would leave my wallet around you. You look kind of honest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, nice, nice. Trina, <laughs> hell no. I'm sitting. <laughs> she spent the night. I'm sleeping with my wallet. You know what I'm saying? I'm sleeping in my fucking Levi's. <laughs> Make so <some> much shit. <laughs> All my shit together. As soon as she gets up to go to the bathroom, where, where, where you going? Where you going, Trina? Okay. Why are you even like that? Where you going, Trina? To, to the bathroom, motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Come right back. Only kissing, getting no nods and no shit like that. <laughs> But dark yogi, leave your wallet on the damn dresser. You know all your shit's gonna be together. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know Trina looking through your phone and everything. Just fucking going online, get apps to find out your password and shit. I know. Don't it. Trina like that? <laughs> she knows. She know I ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? Well, Using the whole Oracle team to figure out your password. Okay, come on, bitches, concentrate. <laughs> Get all the oracles together, me. All right, bitches, let's go. All right, get this nigga password. All right, come on, bitch. You bitches ain't thinking hard enough. Then your bitches read psychomancy. Come on, not no talking psychomancy. Come on, come on. Oh, stop BS. All right, Doc Yogi. Now, you done told me you wanted to come back. What you want to talk about today? Well, I wanted to just talk about, you know, the progress um, that's been made. Um, And I'm working towards finishing the book um, about how basically the occult has been, Mm. like, the last step in, like, Mm -hmm. it's been the missing link to... uh, 
to finishing up working through the trauma. And wow. it kind of, it okay. ties, it really tied it all together. I mean, okay. like, in a, in a crazy way. But, um, like, hold on, because I got my phone rigged up. Okay. Stay on my head. <laughs> that's 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 good. Yeah, I would say that in a very big way. You know what I'm saying in a very big way. Yeah. Um. Because. And, oh well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, do you have a name for the book yet? Well, I don't know if I'm supposed if, if it should be copyrighted first before I say it and all of that. But mm-hmm. yes, I do have a title for it, and I know the direction okay. that I'm going with it. So it kept changing. Like, I thought I was finished with it, and right when I'm done, another fucking breakthrough would happen. And I'm like, God mm-hmm. damn it, now I got to go <laughs> and, and change the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I keep thinking I'm finished, but I'm telling you, man, I keep breaking through more stuff, the daddy issues, the mommy mm-hmm. issues. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now that I that, we is, that is this shit. absolutely <laughs> what the occult science is. That's the biggest, probably the biggest part of the work because what you're really doing is destroying your humanity because mm-hmm. all your humanity is, is just a boatload of emotions and trauma, mm-hmm. traumatic events. So uh, uh, the occult science is to get down to the bottom of that because you're becoming pure again. You understand? Mm-hmm. So yes. all of those other little things like uh, going to a psychiatrist, and all the rest of that is actually watered-down versions of what the occult science does, chakra work and all the rest of that mm-hmm. shit. It comes down to chakra work. That's, you know, Khadija got these classes because after mm-hmm. even I noticed it, but now she notices after talking to all of these people that that's just what it just comes, that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. what this world is. People are looking for some fantastical bullshit that you're going to draw on the wall and some shit's going to open up. But it's really nah. about just sitting down with you and your own mind and saying, right. this is what it is. This is who I am. This is what I became. Or actually, this is what I'm not. And, mm-hmm. and it's really you, you get to move this stuff out the way to truly start to discover what it is mm-hmm. you truly are. And it's yeah. called self-realization. And you can't mm-hmm. realize who you are now because most people are buried beneath mountains of shit. Mountains yeah. and mountains of shit. And usually mm-hmm. a lot of shit that was put on to you and you accepted by those who were in charge of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. That would be a hell of a book. A hell of a book. And a most necessary and needed book where you can talk about detailed trauma and explain to people how you personally got out of it as a way to inspire them. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. this is an end-time book. And like you even saying, I can see how you would still constantly uh, uh, have to update it. <clears throat> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You would constantly mm-hmm. have to update it because that is the work. It is ever-evolving to the day it is. To the day you go. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's always something to learn. Yeah, so it's like, in essence, I'm like, from that perspective, like, I'll, the book will never be finished. I'm like, all I can do is pass right. it to the next generation. Like, hey, now right. y'all, y'all right. take it and run right. with it, you know? Right, just pick up where I left off. Exactly. Right. I mean, you just have to put enough, I guess, in it 
for people to get a real grasp of a direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To see a direction that you in it. Because that is, I promise you, when it's all said and done, that's all this shit is. It is really mm. just getting down to the bottom of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still do that shit. And it's all mommy issues for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This happened and this happened and this trauma. And there's still traumas that come up. Listen, I'm going to tell you this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. When I was young, we would eventually were able to go to our mother's house every weekend. So mm-hmm. every, every two weeks. So that Friday we would go is the most exciting day on the planet, which means that Sunday when we had to go home, it was probably the most depressing shit ever. Mm-hmm. And I remember Dane and them, because the big part of it was to go see our friends, which was Dane and them, Dane for me and the rest of our crew. But primarily it centered around Dane. You know, mm-hmm. I would see my boy that Friday. we hang out all Friday or Saturday, most of the day Sunday, and I would bounce. You would start to see them go upstairs and get ready for their week. So it had a feeling. And then me and my sister drugging out. We, they used to even make jokes. Dane would probably used to laugh. Just had these plastic bags bringing our clothes back. Niggas used to mm. fucking rank on us with that shit. They used to call my sister Little Orphan Annie and me Daddy Warbuck. They were Little Orphan Annie and Daddy Warbuck. Fucking Ray L used to do that. No, that was funny shit. You know, don't know. Uh, so, oh, no, I used to care the man for love, too. He's going, and Ray say that shit to this day. We love you, Daddy Warbucks. Like, I used to be walking, I used to be walking back to the train. We love you, Daddy Warbucks. He used to say Warbucks. Yo, Mr. Warbox, I forgot about that bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Ray just had a birthday. Now, um, but uh, so, you know, it was really depressing, you know what I'm saying? Now, Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about that shit in eons. You know, something that's just out of your mind. Mm -hmm. But when Dane left on Thursday, I instantly had those feelings again. Shit that I thought was gone. Uh-huh. It was the uh-huh. same feeling like, you know, when, you know, me and him was partying. You know, I was at the party on Sunday. I, I was instantly back there. It was insane. That Thursday, even Cadiz was saying, yo, it feels like Sunday. I'm like, yeah, but it's fucking Thursday. It was wild. I was wildly depressed, just like I was back then. That's how you know shit just don't go mm-hmm. away. You right. have to realize it. You understand? Mm-hmm. You have to realize it and then deal with it. Yeah. So it's Stay present a whole, in it. Right. It's a whole lifetime of realization. And that's what this shit is. That's what this work is. That's yep. how I can get rid of these things that drive me that I'm not even aware of, mm-hmm. that reside in the subconscious, in the hidden, based upon trauma, repetition, and symbols, this particular mm. trauma and the stuff that you shared is trauma is deep in the subconscious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. I bet you didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. You okay. couldn't even make eye contact with me. when we were, Later on, we went to that house to eat at the Oracle's place. I absolutely noticed you couldn't even make eye contact with me. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I would like to know. And I, it's something that stood out. Sometimes I can see other people's mm-hmm. hurt. 
through their eyes. And mm-hmm. I don't like to make eye contact with them because I can feel it. And then mm-hmm. even if I don't look at them in the eyes, I can still feel it. So mm. I kind of was, I was sitting behind you kind of on the couch area. You were sitting at the table at the Oracle House, though, and I was sitting yes. kind of behind you. And Remember. the way I felt is I was in a position to just kind of support you, like I got your back type thing, even though you mm-hmm. and I have never had like a real like dialogue. But mm-hmm. that particular position in my mind is of support because okay. I know you have something that, that's, heavy or whatever it is that that you are working through, I can feel it or I can sense it. So it's like, Mm. let me just stay behind him. And it's kind of symbolic, like, because I got you. You know what I'm saying? I I, I I can't, you you know, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I I can feel it. I knew there was a, it had to be some sort of reason, you Mm -hmm. know, and something something from your perspective. I'm like, you know, it was weird. I even told Khadija that. I was like, it was mm-hmm. weird. She it was like, she was like almost avoiding eye contact with me, and mm-hmm. and you know, I said, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I, my thought was maybe so many from what you told us, guys will look at you, guys who are supposed to be in a position um, to respect your boundaries with you and give you that fucking mm-hmm. look. You know, niggas do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give you that mm-hmm. wink, wink look, and sometimes you just no. don't want it to be true of a nigga. Because I noticed that, too, now there's a lot of girls, that, especially now when I'm with Khadija, talk to me, who I know they just don't want it to be true that I've crossed some sort of line and I'm even playing because mm-hmm. they just can't take it. They need me to be me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that was my first thought that, well, you know, she just needs me not to be looking at her like wink, wink. You know what I mean? And it'll be mm-hmm. such a it'll be really such a disappointment just to be another nigga. You know what I'm saying? So well, that and, was my and, first thought. Oh no. And and then aside from that, I know you have a lot of not just knowledge but wisdom within mm-hmm. you. So it's just kinda like let me just be here and present and just absorb and just be okay. in this moment and just be here. I'm kinda I I don't mean to be deep and shit, but that's just mm-hmm. kinda how I, I operate. It's like okay. okay. That makes sense. I mean I'm glad to know because it's something I did want to ask you, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a pretty open book, you know. I don't I don't mind, right. you know, answering it's all good. Oh yeah, yeah, 'cause you done you done told us some serious stuff. Some serious <laughs> yeah. Serious yeah. stuff that, that needed to be heard that a lot of people ain't really just easy to admit to, you know what I'm saying, that they went through some of them things too. So when you have mm-hmm. someone who can, you know, can, who went through it and was able to talk about it and help others through it, that's that's magical. That's golden, you know what I'm saying? That's why, yeah. I, you know, your book is going to be very helpful. I cannot wait till it's out just so we can have it, you know, we can talk about it here as well, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, you know, Negroes need that shit. And yeah. I'm convinced more than ever, I don't get into it in class, but I could read through all of this and these issues and these problems, but I don't address them. Khadija mm-hmm. now addresses them. She was addressing them in readings and now addresses them in the class because she speaks more towards that. And we got a whole shitload of shit to walk. We can fake like we got it, saying hope mm-hmm. and beloved and namaste right. and all the rest of that shit. But we faking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
niggas don't niggas really just need to deal with some human shit. And don't think yeah. it's just me saying that. Bobby used to say that shit all the time. Since you niggas need to know, said niggas fuck niggas need a cold. These niggas need to go to see a fucking psychiatrist. Mhm, mhm. Used to say that and, shit and, all the time. And I see it every day, all day in my timeline too. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. And, and when Kadiza, and I need to do a testimonial. When Kadiza did my reading, she was telling me how she knew that I could read body language as well. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, like, for instance, like, and I'm not saying this is for all women that are not need, but mm-hmm. women, you know, that have the, the knees that, you know, bump in each other when they walk in. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. remember if it was um, Jewel Pukram or um, Francis Crest Wilson, but they were saying mm-hmm. that the knees grow inward to protect the vagina area mm-hmm. from being violated, you know what right. I'm saying, as a, as a defense mechanism, right? So besides mm-hmm. just that, I can look at a person and tell that they've been violated. Something has happened to them. And and whether mm-hmm. we want to accept this or not, we can say that it, people like to say that women, you know, are the most, black women are the most unprotected, blah, 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 on the country. No, mm-hmm. the most unprotected, whatever the fuck, is the child, period. Right. The child, whether they're male, whether they're female, it's the mm-hmm. child, period. And what I've come to understand from introspection, from looking at myself, is that mm-hmm. the reason that the child is the most unprotected is because we, our, as, as children within ourselves, we weren't mm-hmm. protected. We were violated. So mm-hmm. we don't honor and protect and respect. We don't see the child as something to be honored and respected. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the innocence. So you, I, mine was violated. I didn't get to have this when I was younger. I didn't get to have this. I didn't get to have this. So I'm going to make sure that you don't. Or I'm going to beat it out of you. Or I'm going to molest mm-hmm. it out of you. Or I'm going to rape it out of you. It's a it's a mining of that. that It's like a fountain of the fountain of youth. That energy, that's mining that energy from the child. So mm-hmm. that's how I see it. And I've, like I said, through introspection and, um, the yoga helps mm-hmm. unblock those the the blockages, I guess, that were stored mm-hmm. throughout my body. Of course, starting with the root chakra, um, you know, the reproductive area on the way up. There are so many blockages in there, and I would think that I'm good. And then I go to another level of yoga where I'm doing the different contortions and being upside down and stuff, mm-hmm. and then. It's literally reversing it. If you're upside down on your head, you're bringing the root to the leaves, you know what I'm saying, to the crown. So you're literally reversing that energy. So it's, 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 it's constant. It's a constant change. Like, and, and like sometimes I'll smell a certain smell or see a certain car or see someone of a certain height, certain complexion, and maybe – Three years ago, I would have a full panic attack. Now mm-hmm. it's just a, 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 a faint memory of something's familiar about this person of this statue, but I can't really remember. And it's mm-hmm. not so much of it being blocked out, because I have been to those phases where I would block out memories and then, you know, oh, my God, I remember, and then it's, it's, it's a total chaos in the middle of a, of a grocery store. But, no, it, start, it feels like a dream. To where it's no, it wasn't me. 
it's like, did this even happen to me? So it's like, this is, you know, it, it, it's an amazing process, but um, it's just, yeah, it, it's, I kind of got off check. I was just thinking, I was like, wow, it, it, it's, that's, that's really how it happens, you know? Right, you're saying, um, saying like uh, a lot of these memories just would uh, come up. You know what I'm saying, and um, you start to learn how to handle it. Was there a mm-hmm. particular way? Was there a particular way that you learned how to handle it, or started well, to learn how to get it under control? Well, I'm gonna tell you, and this is an uncomfortable truth. Mm-hmm. The one way to get control of it is to lose control. Mm-hmm. Well, like how? A, um, yes, mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a. That's a part of occult science. There's two theories that you can go like, let's say, uh, with sex. Uh, you can go the sex magic way, or you can go the abstinence way, like a priest. And mm-hmm. both both can find different lights just to abstain from something or to dig heavily deep. So that is a path. That is right. A path. Right. And you. And I'm gonna tell you one thing: is if you're really gonna do this work, if you're gonna commit to it. And, you know, people say weed ain't a drug and this, that, and that. I'm like, no, you have to be completely sober. You have to be mm-hmm. completely 110% present throughout mm-hmm. the process. Because if right. you're high, if you're on weed, if you just got a little buzz and you're not feeling the full brunt of the anxiety, you got to feel that shit. Like, mm-hmm. you got to fall the fuck apart, come back together. And then once you get through breathing and you drink your water and you, you come back into your body, you sit there and you think about it and you write, okay, what happened that led up to that point, even down to the food. Now, this is how I ended up being hardcore vegan back in, like, 2013. I did it for, like, two years, from well, 2012 to 2014, something like that, hardcore vegan. And this was when a, a way for me to track, you know, my patterns of, of – um, because they like to say you're bipolar when you're gifted, when mm-hmm. you can sense other energies and stuff like that, and you're in and out. So, okay, so that would happen um, where I would be up for days, couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. or right. I would become what they say hypersexual where I couldn't stop masturbating or couldn't stop having sex, but come to mm-hmm. find out that's more of a spiritual possession to a degree mm-hmm. where you're, cha- where you're right. channeling. Mm-hmm. Mhm. So, um, um, let me let me see. Hold on. What was it? Let me go back. Let me get back on track. Um, eh. no, you're wow. saying how you you dive uh deep, how you delve deep into it. Oh, okay. Oh, with uh the vegan thing. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I noticed, like, all right, well, when I eat pork, what happens when mm-hmm. I eat pork? When I eat chicken, this is what happens. When I eat fish, this is what happens. And what I noticed is I would have more rage whenever I ate pork. I already had issues mm-hmm. with rage. I, I never got regular mad. There was no okay. fucking such thing as regular mad. Like, I would wake up angry, flipping tables, beating up, mm-hmm. like, ready to fight my ex-girlfriend, couldn't work. Like, it was just rage. You know what I'm saying? It was never just like, dang, I'm having a bad day. Let me breathe. Let me know I'm going to stay and shit. No, none of that. It's It's been a whole process. So when, when they talk about people that go 
um, the abstinence route or be, become a nun or, or a monk mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. or going to sex magic, I have been doing um, sex magic ignorantly, not knowing what I've been doing mm-hmm. since I was 12 up until probably 29. I'll be 31 tomorrow. So up mm. until the last, what, two Happy years. Birthday, I, Happy birthday, Dr. Thank you. Thank you. So now I've gotten to the point where I can, my, my root chakra is calm now. So now mm-hmm. I know, okay, when I do feel anything that's remotely lust-like, because I don't, Patty, you, I don't even have lust no more. So right. it's like, how the fuck? I've had lust damn near all my life. I've been getting, have been getting molested since I was four years old. So I've been mm. feeling the sensation of lust since mm. I was four. What I mm. know now at 30 is that wasn't even my shit. That was mm. their shit. That was mm. the entity that was in them that they put onto me. You see mm. what I'm saying? So whenever mm-hmm. I would drink, whenever I would smoke, they come in. I mean, because I was already open. That's one thing about sexual abuse. It opens you up and it keeps you open. That's why we can't stop fucking everybody. Because if we're trying mm. to heal everybody, you see what I'm saying? It's mm. spiritual energy. You see what I'm saying? So those okay. it's those points where I would have those bouts of hypersexuality where I just want to fuck and fuck and fuck and fuck, that's something that's mm-hmm. trying to get out of me but I'm also trying to get something into me. I'm trying to balance. It was a constant balancing act between my brain and my body and spirit. I was always in conflict. It was it was just tumultuous. It was just turmoil all the fucking time. And people wonder why they can't um, sleep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, so, so that, like, that's, oh, go ahead. Was it like you were looking for an, an answer, would you say? Um, with the with the the sex, or yeah, with constantly. Remember, you you just said that you was trying to get something in you. You know oh, what I mean? What would I was you, trying what, to what get. Would you say it would be like an answer to to like you know because a lot of stuff happened to you that at such a young age that you didn't understand. So oh, when you trying to find an answer through sex. Oh, I was a full blown succubus. I was draining yeah. them, men. I was draining them. I was gathering mm-hmm. information. I was gathering intel. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's basically what I was doing, and I was drawing my okay. power from. I wasn't orgasming. <laughs> I wasn't. Right. I wasn't getting really wasn't getting shit from them. Cause I'm like, all right, peace. Like, get out. Like, I need you to fucking leave. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm not full. I need I need another body. Mm-hmm. I need another body. I need to like you know now you know. So it wasn't even about financial gain. When I eventually got to the point, like, oh, you can actually pay a bill with this shit? Like, I've been doing this shit for free since I was 11, 12. So you mean mm-hmm. I can actually get my nails done? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, next, nigga? Right. Like, what the fuck? Right. You know? So there's been a reversal that has happened to where I don't have, I don't even have lust anymore. So I went through the, mm-hmm. the phase of sex magic. For like I said, since I was oh, shit forever, so now it's like you know what? I don't even I don't even really care. Like it's it's it has to be pure at this point. Like it 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 could have been the nastiest, grimiest, 
like whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Drunk, high, just debauchery. And mm-hmm. that was the more fucked up level, the better. In a club, in the public, and orgies, threesomes, the better. Because that's more people I can feed off of. Mm-hmm. Because nobody ever drained me. It was impossible. So I, I, the, more, the more people I could feed off of it, I was a vampire, literally. Literally. And then when I would bite somebody... And then they will become one. It's like, can you get the fuck away from me, please? Like, oh, my God, now what? Did you come down and say, well, men bust a nut, they come back to their sisters? <laughs> that's, how, that's how I was. It's like, damn. Now I done, I done fucked up. Now this bitch won't leave me alone. Now this nigga at my door. Like, okay, wait a minute. Look, bitch, we, we got to get some shit in order. Like, we got to figure mm. some stuff out. And that happened mm. in my late 20s where so I'm like, you know what? I'm actually destroying people. Like, I know I'm feeding, and I know I'm I'm thinking I'm doing some shit, but I'm like, wait a minute, you're destroying people at -hmm. the same time, you know? And it's not saying that they didn't need those parts of their ego or whatever destroyed, because I'm I'm a true believer, and you you are what you attract to one degree or another, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Whether we're all predator or prey at some, you know, know, whether we're eating lunch or, you know, whatever, or we're paying for something, this right. capitalism, all that, whatever. So, right. um, but I'm just in a space where I'm like, I'm doing more harm than good. So mm-hmm. it's like you do what thou wilt, but don't do no fucking harm. And that's just something. Right. That's just where I'm at right now. Natural law. I'm getting back to natural law. So, yeah, I'm 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 in a place where I'm becoming pure again and that whole inner child thing that 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 some people some people saying i'm glowing i'm like okay i guess but i i do feel a sense of renewal you know and mm-hmm. and it is possible you can totally fucking reverse that shit but yeah gotta get rid of whatever it is whatever self-medicating practice that you do whether it's smoking whether it's drinking whether it's fucking whether it's whatever it is that you're doing you gotta get to you're going you're going to. It's not a gotta. You're going to. If you're gonna do if you're gonna take this shit seriously, you're gonna get to a space where it's like, I can't do this shit no more. It it ain't working. It just right. ain't working no more. I I couldn't even I couldn't even get high no more. Like I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you know what, yeah. It's it's time for, you know, I was looking at women and and sundress season was coming. I'm like, damn. I ain't even doing nothing for me no more. Like, damn. Like, I ain't even gay no more. So, like, I don't even fuck with bitches no more. Like, what the fuck? And I've always been attracted to females. Like, always. Sundress season was. I'm stuck. Yes. Sundress season was coming. That's some real shit, right? Yeah. Where are we wearing no panties and no sundresses? See, I was like a nigga. Like, hell yes. Like, I'm serious. I don't even think niggas even focus on that one, like, on that level. (laughs) Like sundress season is coming, my nigga. Like mm-hmm. that's some real, that's some real mm-hmm. shit that you just put me up on. You, I better focus. <laughs> the season is coming. The season so that's is how you know. Like I'm a, I'm a female, I'm a hundred percent female, woman, whatever. But when I tell you I was a savage nigga, like a mm. savage nigga in my mind, I can't mm-hmm. even. 
you know, so when people get to talking that transsexual shit, I'm like, listen, I don't know about their agenda, but I'm telling right. you what I know. I was on some other shit. I'm the creator, whether it's me or some higher, did a fantastic right. job by making me a female because I would have been a fuck boy. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm so serious. Already as a female, I was running through niggas, treating them like shit, running through females, treating them like shit, like, I have all kinds of kids out here. And so I, I kind of empathize with fuck boys. I'm just saying, because if, if it's happening with me, then if uh-huh. it happened to me, then it definitely happened to, to males. Like, as above, so below. If right. it's happening to us, <laughs> it's happening to them. So that's right. why fuckboys exist. That's why that's mm. it. You got to get it out or you got to put it in. One of the two. Straight up. <laughs> Let me tell you, you lucky you didn't run into a liar back in the days. He's like counting. Ah. Ving He's he's he's, he's, he's the talent. So two vampires. Two vampires. Oh shit. Oh man. I'm that's back when I was in the world. I'm delivered a change now. Right. (laughs) Right. Washed in the blood. You 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 is a new woman now. I'm everyone, man. What? And yeah. you know what? The, the funny thing is not funny, but it kind of is. But it's it's a um an observation that I've made is the more your intentions become pure, the more uh-huh. people start throwing themselves at you. Like how you know mm-hmm. how when you're in a relationship, like everybody right. starts trying to fuck with you. But when you're single, right. ain't nobody checks for you when you're single. Right. But when you right. got somebody, somebody genuinely loves you, everybody come out to me. I, I, I was trying to fuck with you. You were you supposed to be my wife. You supposed to be what? Right. You went shoot with me in the gym. I'm like, what is this saying? Like, what? I'm like, what? It's, it's crazy. And so I, I look hmm. at people. Like I said, I see it in my timeline all the time. I see people that go through these, you know, changes and shit, and I'm just like, all right. They may go and they, and they have a breakthrough and start talking publicly about what has happened to them. So I sit mm-hmm. back. I don't even say nothing because I'm like, all right, I know what's going to happen next. They're going to start spiraling. They're going to start spiraling out of control. And then they're going to mess around. And they're going to have to take a break from social media. And then they're going to come back. And it's like, I, it's like clockwork. And I'm like, if mm-hmm. I can see their patterns, why can't they? But that's mm. the thing. When you're in your trauma, it's you all can't see, see shit else. Yeah. It's everywhere. Mm. So I just sit back and I'm just like, when they're ready. When you're ready, right. release session, book one, let's do some yoga, let's do some Reiki. Let's start working this shit out, physically getting it out of you. Because mm. it, it's, it's, a, um, it's an exorcism. It's, it's an exercise. It's an exorcism mm. with yoga. The contortions, right. the release, and the exhalation. That every time you're exhaling and 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 you're twisting the the torso, it's like you, you're releasing more of that entity. It's a mm. gas. You're releasing it. You see what mm. I'm saying? No doubt. You know, no doubt. And, and it's the blood flow. It's all of these things. You know, so. Right. It's like like you're wringing out a rag that's got water or a chamois. A chamois can hold a whole bunch of fucking water. That's what the final <laughs> cord is, a kundalini. 
You know, right. that's what the spine is. And every right. time you twist, it's a little bit more, a little bit more. And that motherfucker ain't never dry. <laughs> you know, completely dry. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about that's a whole right. kind of record. That's from top to bottom, the crown to the roof, my nigga. So it's like, come on, it's 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 thirty years, however old old you are, forty years right. worth of that and your mama shit and your daddy mm-hmm. shit and they daddy and right. they mama shit. You see what right. I'm mean? saying? So it's deeper right. than just 2017, Dr. Yogi. Right. <laughs> it's deeper than that. Right. And that's right. just where I'm at right, right. there. I'm I'm free and that's vulnerable. Nineteen seventy eight, Yogi. For real, you right. know. So and that's that's what I'm like. And, and, and I'm gonna tell you some wild shit. And and like the more work that I do within myself, type it's the it's the the uh, me and my mom. My mom ain't but seventeen years older than me. We more like sisters, right? Mm-hmm. So the more work I do on myself, the more connected she and I become like I me and my mom have been so disconnected like I couldn't feel mm-hmm. her her pain but now she goes she, she takes the girl I got this, this so and so so and so so going on with my foot I said it's your right foot ain't it yeah how mm-hmm. you know because my fucking right foot hurt like I'm start we're we're becoming this unit it, it's strange mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> she's texting me I can feel what's coming from her like, like I could feel what's happening with a stranger but I could never mm-hmm. feel my mother I came out mm-hmm. of her and couldn't feel her you understand how that, you understand mm-hmm. that <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, and now yeah. she's changing and now my grandmother is starting to have changes and she's talking about well you know it ain't always about money oh like, grandma you don't work two jobs my whole life and now you're telling me, well, you know what? It ain't really all about the money. I'm like, wait, hold on now. You didn't tell me to be an independent woman, don't depend on no nigga for nothing. And I mean, I know how to change my own oil, change my own tire. Y'all taught me these things. But mm-hmm. now you're getting ready to retire, and it's now you're you're coming into your feminine. Is it? Am I? Am I really triggering some kind of a change because y'all wasn't on this shit? <laughs> until I let go of trying mm. to help y'all and yeah. trying to teach y'all that you need to do this and do that. When I let go, they latch on. And mm. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. A lot of what uh, they need is a dependency. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? As mm-hmm. well. How, how they shape you makes you needy in some sort of way. And always mm-hmm. in, a, in a form of need, even if you're not even recognizing them, it's still this form of need, this, this banter. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I grew out of it, same thing. You know, you know, you have this banter. Like, I had this thing going on back and forth with my sister, this, this routine. And I said, you know, it's not even about trying to cure it or trying to be mad at it. I'm just going to mm-hmm. stop and get off the roller coaster. I'm going to let her go through it by herself. And pretty mm-hmm. much that's what it is. She's going through all of these mad spells and talk spells, and by the whole time, I'm like, hey, I, you know, there's no change mm-hmm. because I'm just not in it, into it no more. But I can see where she needs me to actually mm-hmm. be. And really, it's not even about being mad at her. It's just consciousness. My consciousness is just went past standing around arguing about shit from third grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, um, mm. you, know, uh, you know, shit, she's still mad at. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, oh, no. so your, your consciousness go past it, and you see what I've seen was 
how she actually needs me to be that old person. Wow. And it sounds a little bit like what you're saying, too. Mm-hmm. Like how people get more needy is really they need you to be who you are so they can have the same definition of themselves. They lose mm-hmm. the definition of themselves when you are actually truly changed. So what you're talking about is true change. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. like a new mood. It's not like a new mood that they can say a few words and you right back where you started with this, you know, this, this back and forth that you got when nothing they're saying is even of interest. You know what I mean? Right, right. And to make it, like, really short, there was another guy, Nelson. I used to work at a record label. When I left, I got him the job. So that shit made him in debt forever. So every piece mm-hmm. of mail I had, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that nigga was mailing it out and doing whatever whatever resources of that job I needed. But he was a cool mm-hmm. guy, so we used to uh, uh, go to the movies. He was a big movie buff with me. So we would debate, mm-hmm. you know, Quentin Tarantino sucks, no, he's the greatest. You know, those kinds of things. And then uh, when I became more and more conscious, it was just uninteresting. And I see yeah. him struggling to have a definition now. Because, you know, he would bring it out like, yeah, you know, I guess so. You're right. Yeah, you know, Quentin yeah. Tarantino, he's the greatest. And eh, maybe. I, I got to check him out again instead of saying, no, fuck that dude. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I, I seen him really, like, reaching and struggling so he just started asking me about consciousness. Just to mm-hmm. have something to debate about, just to wait for me to talk, talk, talk so he could find fault wow. to have something to debate about. I see my sister, I didn't even realize that she worked for some white boy who's been on Oprah teaching black mm-hmm. people transcendental meditation. She wow. him. She's going around the world with this dude. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize when she was saying it, she was actually trying to keep up with what I was doing. I didn't even realize trying to say, because she's not Aww. doing what I'm doing, that she's aware of what I'm doing. Because my answer was like, fuck that dude. How the fuck is he teaching this out shit? And that was my natural shit. And yeah. she's like, do you, know what, do you know what transcendental meditation is? I said, mean, the Aww. shit I've been teaching for 10 years? The mm. shit that your father taught you when you were six? Mm. You was teaching this that? Like, you should cut that bullshit out. Some old fucking mm. flaky dude just because he was on Oprah. So she's saying... All the people that you're teaching, the dude I'm fucking with, he's on Oprah, though. I didn't really catch that mm-hmm. shit. So it's a way to kind of have something to put her in the same debate field because there was no more debate in between us. There was no more arguing. I was done. Mm-hmm. And she's used to our whole relationship of just arguments. Mm-hmm. That's how she defines us. So when I'm not doing wow. it no more, that's it. So that's from true change. So it sounds mm-hmm. like what you're talking about is your, your, your people are experiencing that you are really changing. So that's a testimonial to what you're saying here in terms of mm-hmm. you really making transformation because then that's when they start reaching. That's when, like mm-hmm. you said, they start trying to attach themselves to you more because they're actually trying to still define themselves through your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange because, like, that's that's literally, like, where I'm at right now is, I guess I can use the book for an example. It's Uh like right when I think I'm finished, like, I've had this writer's block of what I I thought was writer's block for, like, at least a month, 
maybe maybe two months where I just really couldn't write. I do my blogs and, and stuff like that, but I just I couldn't write. But it wasn't that it was a writer's blog. My narrative was shifting altogether. Like, mm-hmm. like I was on some Windows 95 shit. Like, I couldn't process, you know, like, mm-hmm. we, we on MacBook Pros and iPhone mm-hmm. 10s and shit, and I'm stuck on Windows 95, like, dial-up speed <laughs> shit. Right. And it just wasn't wasn't computing. But now it's like, you know what? You've shed it so much. It's like, I'm like, and I've asked myself several times, who am I without trauma? Who am I mm-hmm. becoming mm-hmm. without trauma? Without all, trauma. all I've known, all, all I've seen is this world through the eyes of of, of little Ty, you know, the scared Ty. Every time, let me tell you, that that's probably one of the best. That's a that question alone deserves a standing ovation to ask yourself, who am I without trauma? Because mm-hmm. if if black people would ask themselves that they will find a lot of shit that's empty. They're not as full as they think they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we need to probe that shit because that, that's probably the most genius thing I've heard in a long time because it's not just the personal trauma as much as Trump's going to do this, Trayvon Martin, Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. It's every single thing back-to-back just on Facebook about what they're doing. Listen, we can't even have hurricanes without fucking black people saying white people did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, white my people God. did it. It's hard. They still your they God. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like, they, they are right. They still your – no one's not – They no one even said, just on the fake it till you make it level, we doing that shit and we tearing up America. What's, what's up? Nobody said mm. none of that shit. And that's what niggas were saying all through consciousness. We tearing this up. We shutting it mm. down. We the ones bringing this. We the ones doing that now. Oh, they did it again. Oh, those. Wow. Oh, that even die. Fucking prodigy. I'm going to be real. Fuck Mob D. You know what I'm saying? These little mm-hmm. old ignorant niggas. Oh, the Illuminati killed them. Like, man, they don't give a fuck about that little sickle cell anemia <laughs> ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's conspiracy after conspiracy. It's like these mm-hmm. motherfuckers are the greatest genius in the world. And. That question that you just said, that you just said is masterful. What are we without trauma? Because mm. I don't think niggas can really see themselves as the gods that they are. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't I don't compute. Need, right. I don't need that trauma to define us. We don't need that trauma to define us. And what and are it, we without trauma? It's, it's, it's probably the most single most terrifying fucking concept right. that I've had to face. And, and I'm going to tell you, being on uh, out here on the road and trucking, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've, I've been slipping and sliding up and down mountains in this Damn. goddamn truck, but I'm That's telling you, nothing, sca- nothing scared me more than like, okay, now what? You ain't got that shit right. to hold on. It ain't a, right. it ain't a crutch no right. more. Oh. It's not wow. a crutch. What the right. fuck do I do now? I found right. myself literally, like, literally putting myself in positions to get fucked up. Like, okay, let right. me let something right. happen so I can right. be like, yeah, I can blame right. it on that. Let me get right. But, let me get back to business. Let's. I can get yeah. back to business. Like, yeah. Right. Let me. Yeah. But no, it, it just didn't even feel the same. 
game so much. Right. I'm like, damn, you really over this shit. It's like going back and right. trying to fuck an ex from like 10 years ago. Like, right. yeah, we've had it. And you get with him and you're like, uh, right. you know what? Right. You're like, uh, man, this pussy, is, this pussy is whack. Like, what was I even doing with this shit? Like, this bitch is moving. She's getting me sick, actually, the way she's moving. Like, bitch, why do you keep doing that? It's annoying. Everything right. about it. Now you feel dirty. Like you know what? I need to go take a shower. Right. Like you should. Like that's right. like, how you could just lay in the sweat. Like I could just lay idea. in the sweat. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, like, right, hell right. Yeah. right. Just wait for it. You gonna cook? She looks cheap cooking eggs. Now you're like these nasty ass garlic eggs. You fuck with <laughs> garlic and eggs. You thinking of all that shit? You know what I'm saying? Fuck with garlic and eggs. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what so you, you're like. very genius, very genius. See, I know you're doing the work because you're asking the real questions. You're coming down to the real shit. This is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. A real big thing. Who am I without the trauma? If more mm-hmm. black people would ask that shit, it, they would have they would have a real uh, revelation about themselves because they would find they're mm-hmm. a little bit more empty than they think they are. Ooh, I'm a t- it's, it's- that's how I, you go from dark yogi to light yogi. And I said dark <laughs> right. is, is is heavy and it's absorbing. You know, black, a black hole. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I came, came into the whole dark yogi thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily depression, but, but you know, you're just absorbing everything, feeling everything. But with right. the it's light, the it kind right. of bursts out of, of you. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it just illuminates. It just comes from within, and it's, it's just and it's light. And I just I just mm-hmm. feel light. I've lost a hundred pounds, you know, before, mm-hmm. but it's nothing compared to the shit that's not on my chest no more. Mm-hmm. It was literally mm-hmm. sitting on my chest, and, and people mm-hmm. say, "Oh, it's the heart chakra," and it's this, and I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" I'm a yoga right. instructor, but you go talking that chakra shit, and I'm like, "What right. does that even mean?" So I was like, right. "No, I ain't never been that love and light namaste shit." Because it didn't resonate with me. All I know is darkness. All I know is getting mm-hmm. fucked and fucked. You can't mm-hmm. talk about no love and light to me. I know chaos. Right. That's what I know. That's my fucking normal. But once you work through all of that shit, and it's like, damn. So this one namaste. Really me. But then I also found out that they was really with the shit. Mm-hmm. They was, you know, so that that's a whole nother, you know, right. some other shit. But I was like, that's when you really start to see shit for what it is, and you're like, yeah, you wow, now what? <laughs> they still got their trauma. You done told uh-huh. me all this shit, but you still got your trauma. I see mm-hmm. it. Right. I see it. So I'm like, right. I can't even fuck with you now because you, you still hurt. <laughs>
Now that right. I know that that was some other, no, nah, that was whack. But no, the real deal is that after you done did the work, that's mm-hmm. what Christ is. When you find out all of these are processes in your transformation that mm-hmm. they're talking about, that whole Christ, uh, uh, which they historicalize, is just really talking about a process in the heart chakra, the compassion, mm-hmm. the forgiveness. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Compassion, you see the forgiveness. Yourself. Yeah, the healing. Mm-hmm. All of that's supposed to happen for you, for your own self, mm-hmm. not even for other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go cough it up. That's that no chakra. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that. That's that shit that went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Eating this goddamn ice cream still a throat. <laughs> like um, yeah, like uh, it's 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 all process that's within you. See, I I can always tell when somebody went through the revelation. You can hear mm-hmm. it. I can hear mm-hmm. it in you. You can't fake it. Niggas mm-hmm. can talk that for good. I done transform and I went to another place and I'm somewhere else now in my consciousness. Like, no, you're not, nigga. You're just pretending to be fucking happy. <clears throat> you're pretending right. to be smart. No, you can tell yeah. when a nigga change. They, they done faked it so long that they did and became their truth. Right. It became right. this. So I was like, you know right. what? Hey, my nigga, you you love a light, you love a light. But I smell, I smell the stench of the person that violated you still on you. Well, but you love a light, though. They raised up their ego. Mm-hmm. So it's their it's their fantasy of truth. So mm. they're living it out, and you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like how crazy Kanye West went. Yeah. His ego raised up. Like, he doesn't realize how foolish he is. I think he's foolish because he's fucking with Kim Kardashian. Kardashian, yeah. he was sucking Ray J's dick on tape. <laughs> like, that's just a no-no for make your woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That alone is in, in kooky. But point I'm getting at, uh-huh. you raise either your heart up or you raise your brain up and your ego. Mm-hmm. And most of these people are raising up their ego. So they have new dialect new uh, ways to interact socially mm-hmm. as if they're doing something dramatic and something advanced. But you know when a nigga really changed in his heart. Mm-hmm. The way he yep. sees reality, the way, the way you're talking about reality in the context of a before and after, is, is, it's specific to you but general to others. I yeah. see a certain... <clears throat> I, I, I see a connection with you based upon transformation that's general to me, but I see mm-hmm. your specific story as specific to you, mm-hmm. which is how it's supposed to go. We're all mm-hmm. supposed to be doing this work. I can see someone who did the work as I recognize work that I've done, work that I still yeah. do. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, can, I can recognize the, the excitement, the transformation, and the true change in the heart. You could, I didn't know how to pull a nigga's fake ass out the fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not really been about embarrassing that person as much as like, oh, okay. right. you know, hey, thank you. Sure, namaste. Yeah, namaste. Right. <laughs> namaste. Like, I love going around with whoever says that <laughs> and, and says, oh, my goodness, what does namaste mean? <laughs> and, then, and then they start breaking this shit down. Well, the, it means the God in me. Sees the God in you. Oh, then I say, "Oh, you're welcome." 
like a Jesus. <laughs> he knows what that means. <laughs> man, oh, no, man, let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something that, that really sobered me up. I just saw this movie mm-hmm. called Eat, Pray, Love. Apparently it's mm-hmm. been out since like 2000 and I don't so, know, yeah, single digit 2000. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna tell. You, I did not know that this is where all of these new age people got that send them love and light shit from. When I was oh, yeah. like, y'all got this from a book. I was like, oh, yeah. oh no. Nah. I'm like, so this is why I've been so anti love and light this whole fucking time. <laughs> I saw this movie a couple of months ago, and I was like, yep, I I, I fucking knew it. Oh, this shit is a goddamn sham. All of it's all capitalism. That's all of fucking is. It's a gimmick, right. and it's, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Throw it all away. You, you mm-hmm. get it all together. The the whole tip shit, the namaste shit. You put mm-hmm. it all together, and you just take what the fuck you need from it and throw the rest of it away. That's what the occult mm-hmm. has taught me. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys, yeah. you Bobby. That's what y'all have taught me. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm yeah. so fucking grateful for that shit. And Khadij, all the, all this shit, man. All of it. I ain't never thought I'd be grateful for the shit that I've been through in my childhood. Mm. I never thought I would say, oh, you know what? I'm I'm glad that I went through that because now I can see why we're in the situation we're in now. Wow. I can see it. I, I I see it. Let me tell you. I, and I get it. When uh-huh. you say that, when you say that, especially at the level of shit that you went through, you walk. You starting to walk into the steps of a master. When you have the realization that your trauma is your best friend, which a mm-hmm. lot of people can't do, you're starting to walk into the higher levels. Trust and believe Ooh. me, I don't say that lightly. You're starting to walk in the higher levels. I had to, You cannot be who you are in this moment, which means you are filled with 100% love of self until you embrace every funky thing that's ever happened to you. So you still mad at your stepmother? You ain't there yet. You still mad at this nigga? You ain't there yet. You still mad at your sister? You ain't there yet. Your mama? You ain't there yet. You still pouting? I, I don't know. I can't talk to him. I embrace every, my stepmother for every funky thing she's ever done. And every mm. funky nigga that's crossed my path. Why? Because this is where I stand today because of it. Mm-hmm. And if you do not like yourself in this now moment, or you cannot like yourself in this now moment, if you still work, if you still have regret or wish things could have went the other way, could have went to college and could have did all this. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Let you, it go. you start moving into a higher place when you can say what you just said, when you can embrace that. You have a hard one to embrace. But when you can embrace that path, because now you're starting to understand why you came to the planet. Yeah. And that's really mm-hmm. what we all want to do here. And I know these right. niggas feel, feel they got it under control, but we can end that in three minutes of conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have fun, them, I have fun in them damn consultations, watching these people just fold under their own pressure. I said, well, you said that, but that means this and that means that. You wouldn't have said that if it didn't mean I'm telling you the psyche of what you're saying and why you just said this will never happen to you. If you feel that, you know, well, we feel we want to do deeper meditations. I said, what does that mean? That's only telling me that you you feel in your mind you're not doing shit now. So you're just Mm. telling me you don't believe in what you're doing. You're telling me all the stuff that you want to do 
And do you do daily meditations? Well, what does it matter? What do you do? Hmm. What works for you? It's just you just keep reversing on them, and they keep seeing how much they don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, and really, it's telling where they really are. But now, if you let them tell it, um, they'll they'll believe they have it going on. You know what I mean? They believe yeah. that they're doing a big, you know, just some big deal shit is happening. Mm-hmm. All of this to say, all of this to say, your psyche is what you're really working on here. You mm-hmm. can, the, the, while, while we talk how, like, uh, these uh, black guys still have this religious motif, white people did everything, this, this pattern, this motif, this, this, this programming, is actually what you need to work on. They're working on the surface, the conscious mind, which is not really nothing. That, that's just like a change of attitude. What mm-hmm. you have been programmed through, through the trauma, repetition, and symbolism has to be addressed. You have yeah. to go in your mind in those three ways and deal with it. You have mm-hmm. to take the power away from the trauma. Trauma is only yeah. trauma if you feel scared. If you're no longer mm-hmm. scared or fearful of it, as what you're telling us now, it no yeah. longer fit. Like lust is not an issue for you. You won. You you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just told mm-hmm. us that most of these people put their lust on you or their idea of it. You no longer yeah. have it. You won. So this trauma is no longer traumatic to you. It's no longer a trauma event. You release yourself of the trauma which means you released in the psyche, not on the, you didn't change your attitude. You released the power of this in your psyche. You depowered mm. this thing. That's what we should be doing. Taking away the yeah. power. We've not taken away from the power from white people by thinking we're on Facebook exposing them as right. this powerful entity, you know what I'm saying, right. that's doing everything. You're not depowering them. You're only fucking displaying their power in your own mind, so you're displaying your psyche. You still see them as the lords and masters of, of all things that exist here. You do. Mm. And until you let that go, until they become a non-issue for you, until, really all you have to do is ignore these motherfuckers. Anything you for ignore real. goes away. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? At least for them. And then anything yeah. that's traumatic, you have to deal and take the power away from it. White people, to me, are, they, they're, uh, their genetics is fucked up. They, they just can't com- – they've done nothing of, of, of anything, and it's not even worth even really explaining this shit all day. It's right. not like you've got to just let them go. So you mm-hmm. displayed how you actually went in to the subconscious and did the work. I've been saying you got to do work, got to do work. That's the mm-hmm. work. I, yeah. and it's not like I'm hiding from motherfuckers. I've been saying it, and I go into detail in class what the actual work you need to do, and you're doing it. I promise you you are. I've seen even from the last conversation that you came on the show yeah. how farther that you've gone. You get what I'm saying yeah. in your work? Mm-hmm. I can see happiness of discovering yourself. You can't fake that shit, you know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. do know niggas who is faking like they happy, faking like they figured mm-hmm. some shit out. As they ask me a ton of questions that I'm like, <laughs> well, if you figured it out, you would know I'm, I'm not the one who can even answer that for you. 
Right, a right. True, a true teacher just leads you to, to youth finding your own solutions. He doesn't give mm-hmm. you a solution. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a nigga telling me, like, there's a nigga I'm doing, and, you know, I'm doing my regular shit. You know, look that shit up, nigga. Find that shit out. Some nigga asked me, well, what's the difference between the Blue Masons and the Red Masons? I said, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. And it's on Google, nigga. I'm not going to sit here and answer that. And then the co-host is answering this shit. And then wow. later, he's having a conversation with me. Yeah, you know, you're becoming a teacher, you know, because you know, after Khadija kind of calmed me down. Like, and I'm going to say, motherfucker, I've been a teacher because I'm not sitting there answering these dumb fucking questions <laughs> to show people how smart I am. Mm-hmm. I'm here to say, motherfucker, nothing wrong with your fucking fingers. You Google for some dumb shit that nobody gives a fuck about about you. I'm going to tell you about mm-hmm. some shit about some blue and red goddamn masons. Nigga, you can find this easy answer on Wikipedia, motherfucker. You don't need me to say that. You know what I'm saying? You want something out of me that's, look, based upon doing this work, is discovered and can lead you to do the work to discover it yourself. And, and that's, see, I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? I hear somebody who's really doing what they need to do, dealing with themselves. This shit is about you. This is not about the black community, the black family, namaste, none of that right. shit. This mm-hmm. shit is really about you sitting alone and really getting down to what is it that you are. What is it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why you hurt? What makes you happy? Why you hurt? Who are you? What are you? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck does that mean? Let's break that shit down. What the fuck does right. that mean? What mm-hmm. powers do you have? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What do you suffer from? What, what You have to also, initiatives in the Bible, that, that whole phrase about know the things you can do, know the things that are out of your power you can't do. Know mm-hmm. your limitations as a human as well. Yeah. And know your what you are or what God force powers are, know what magic is, know what's feasible, know what's doable, you know what I'm saying, know mm-hmm. how you can control your situation and know what you can't control, just leave that shit to a human thing. You cannot control, at least not on this level of thought that we're on, cops mm-hmm. beating up niggas, right. you know what I'm saying, right. you can't control mm-hmm. it. Why are we showing this pictures over and over and over again? The more, I mean... Ironically, the more you forget about it, the more that shit will actually go away. It will be a problem for those who keep focusing on it. We mm-hmm. as people should not, that should not be in our focus. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. You know, Penny, they, there mm-hmm. was something that just happened with a, um, a young lady. She might have been 19, 18. In Chicago, uh, I heard about this. Yes, the, the, the little girls up there. I ain't even going to go into it, but so many people are so drawn in to this, um, this story. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, last year around this time, there was a, a, a rape video going around mm. of some little girl in Chicago that was being wow. gang raped. She was being initiated into a mm-hmm. gang, but they went live on Facebook and, and, wow. I'm like, and I'm like, what? And, and, yeah, it was around the same time. Yeah, my mm-hmm. motherfucker. Yeah, it was around this time last year when the same shit happened in Chicago and the same mm-hmm. people, they were so drawn into it. And I sat there 
But I thought about it. Now, last year, I thought, I was like, oh, no, this is something else was going on, and boom, and it, it come out. That, yeah, it was some initiation shit, right? That's a culture. If that's their right. culture, that's their, that's their shit, okay? Mm-hmm. That's been going on for a while. I don't, I'm not sure what's with the full outrage that we like to do with, with black people. We like to pretend like we're outraged with shit. Like right. if we didn't you know. know that the molestation and the rape was happening for eons. Like, we didn't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know what that's about, but right. whatever. So now this thing is going right. about. And then so I, I actually did, like, watch the video. Somebody was uh, breaking it down and doing all mm-hmm. this shit. And I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I started to get drawn in. I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't my story. Right. No, like, this is not my story. But that's what happens with us. We start internalizing. Right. Like, we, we, right. we're empathic anyway, just off off the mm-hmm. rip. Even on a basic level, we're fucking psychic and, and empathic and telepathic and all that shit. Okay. So the women, we automatically start feeling it in our wounds, and then we start getting our fucking emotional. And these niggas, these niggas ain't shit, and who are protectors? And now they going all fucking crazy. They reliving they shit. Mm. Who are not her? She gone. That, look, that girl is gone. Right. You Let me tell you, you are, so, you are so fucking right, because when I'm in the Uber today, the Uber lady brings this shit up, this story. See? And I don't know how to relate to that shit, so all I can do is, oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Ooh, who would do such a thing? Oh, my goodness. Right. Oh, my goodness. And then I'm like, I can't wait till I get the fuck home and just bring my groceries in the fucking house. You know what I'm saying? You know, and just, just be out of my mind. That's where I'm at. And this is my, I guess I could say this is my area, uh, root chakra specialist. But it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of, I, 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 that's kind of my area. But even I'm to the point where I'm like, listen, I'm not moved by this. I'm like, none right. of this even, like, it does nothing right. for, it's just, I'm like, what right. do you want me to, do you want me to march? Like, what the right. fuck are we going to keep doing? So I'm like, listen, you got to work on yourself because now what's happening is these women and these males or whoever that are seeing this shit, they're reliving it, and now they're attracting that energy to them. It's going to come in the form of cops or another assault of that nature, and they don't realize it. They're, they're digging mm-hmm. that entity. It's, it's coming back up. So you right. either predator or you prey, one of the two. Ain't no in-between. That's just how it works. You just remind me of another story. This shit blew my mind. This was way back. R. Kelly made the tape. He got the girl pissing mm-hmm. on all this mm-hmm. kind of shit. This little girl, and she's the victim, and everybody being crazy. Oh, this nigga. Mm-hmm. What a dirty, mm-hmm. dirty nigga. And look at that mm-hmm. poor little girl. Until a friend mm-hmm. of mine, she said, panic. Yo, I'm 40 years old. Said, that girl was fucking him better than I could. And it just never mm-hmm. occurred to me that she was enjoying herself and wanted to do it and was competent enough at whatever age she was. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, damn, it just never occurred to me. You know what I'm saying? And I was, you know, I see mm-hmm. the tape. I'm like, she's fucking the shit. She was fucking the shit out of this nigga. She's been like, shit. Yeah, she's fucking We've like drone. Yeah. So I'm sitting like, but my, you know, my idea is just this national anthem of how sad this was. 
and how this, that, mm-hmm. and the other, but your own eyes, if you trust your own eyes, you watching her, she's like a porno star mm-hmm. in this goddamn thing. And but mm-hmm. it was a woman friend of mine who said it, which which made me really think if it was a guy friend, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even thought about it. But right. a woman friend of mine saying this. No, she's yeah. church folks. She was she's hard church and she said, No, that that little girl was fucking him better than I could fuck him. Mm-hmm. And it just I just hit me, I'm like, God damn, like no one ever deci- decided to look at it from that perspective. Which means mm-hmm. we just have this narrow way of looking at things. You don't look at it from both sides. Some of these little motherfuckers just know what the fuck they doing. Mm-hmm. She's like, shit, I'm fucking R the fuck Kelly's on TV. It could be a thousand right. things. A thousand things that we don't know, at least a hundred things that we don't know why she's there. You know what I'm saying? But we automatically assume she's taken advantage of, she's a victim, because that's the one they chose to focus on. And that's what right. you're saying as right. well. Like, now we're choosing to focus on this, like Trayvon Martin, a thousand little niggas getting killed every day. A thousand mm-hmm. niggas but getting killed the by one. black, black on black. But this is the one right. you're going to make y'all rally behind and y'all going to say all of this mm-hmm. Same routine shit. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, when is this mm-hmm. going to stop? Oh, my goodness, our babies. It could have been my son. It could have mm-hmm. happened to me. It, you know what I'm saying? And then it gets touchy, like, when it comes to these things, like these rape things. So for mm-hmm. you to say it, it's kind of like what we say with things like Trayvon Martin that some people would say, damn, that's kind of cold. But see, see, I wouldn't even say that for, like, a little girl who got raped. Mm-hmm. Or a 19-year-old, because that's a little girl of me, a 19-year-old mm-hmm. that rape. But when you're saying it, I'm going to have to say it makes sense. You, we tend to adopt these stories, and mm-hmm. it's like you're going through it. It's like an entity. You're, like, going through it. But the reality is what happened to all of that fly shit we say about they have their own path, she came here to do that. Right. We are to that. She's doing it for a reason. And maybe mm-hmm. the humans need to rally behind it, but you're not fucking human. What happened to right. all of that fly shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No one says mm-hmm. that, but oh my goodness, and we need to stop and we need to do this. When it comes to these things, we're so used to saying these shits, nobody's looking at it. The, the shit you said today, a lot of the shit you said today is really powerful. Because even what you said about not even adopting that mm-hmm. and becoming victimized by it is a very powerful thing. Because even mm-hmm. in consciousness, and, you know, I've been like, fuck a Trayvon Martin. Fuck it, mm-hmm. nigga. I still win mm-hmm. with this. You know what I'm saying? But technically, you, know, you put it in the same context as everything else I've ever been saying. I'm going to tell you, it validates what happened to them. For whatever reason, like, okay, let's say a girl got raped, but nobody took it seriously, nobody fought mm-hmm. for her, nobody, they get to relive that moment. And, like, yeah, I'm her. I, I'm not right. next. I, I, right. you know, they right. get to be a part of this trauma this, fucking this porn. trauma. And that's, that's why they take these traumas to show you and blow up and make a big thing because they know you're going to be it. Because the same way, like, yeah, you know, that could have been me. That could have been my mm-hmm. son. With Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin, they they're trying mm-hmm. to get you to step in those shoes, to feel the anxiety, to feel the the trauma of what these people will go through when something like this really happens every day mm-hmm. in the world, all every over the world. Every day, all day. Whoa, I think shit. it's every eight to seven to twelve seconds a person is raped 
or sexually assaulted. Right. Something like that. Right. Yeah. So I mean, and every, we I mean, so one to feel all mm-hmm. weeping about, but it's a it's yep. a it's a fucking attack. It's a mm-hmm. clear attack. It's, it's, a see, it's hard for it's guys to say that. Because it seems like we're being insensitive. No. That's why I've never even said that. But yeah. to hear you say it, it puts it in the same context mm-hmm. that I've been saying. You know, don't don't get all dreamy about Trayvon Martin. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he's he's laughing at you. You know what I'm saying? He's gone. He's laughing at you getting on the fucking toilet right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it's hard to say that about you know when I heard it. You know, even with me in my mind. When the Uber lady was telling me today, you know, I'm putting all the extra shit, making the faces. Oh, oh, man, what would mm-hmm. do that? These animals, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, in my mind, to be honest, I'm really saying not even out of consciousness. Even in my human side, I was like, I'm not going to think about that shit later. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to right. say anything about it. I put on that extra shit to make it seem like I was just a person who cared for this lady who I don't even fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Wow, and even really even know. down to the hurricane footage that they keep showing over and right. over and over right. again, all of it keeps you in a state of of fear. And I'm telling right. you, it fucks with your uh, your adrenal glands. A little piece that oh. sits on top of your kidneys, yes. you fuck around yep. and have adrenal fatigue. That's yeah. all it is. You, you, and, and, you stay in a in a constant state of of uh, of uh, survival mode. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It keeps yes. you in survival mode, a constant. That's state. what's killing folks. You think about black men. Yeah, that, yeah, black yeah. men pass away from heart disease more than than black women, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, y'all always in survival mode more right. than us, more than the black right. female. Right. That's what. So I'm like, no, man, they don't want wanna... to uh, bring the money in for the house. It was like right. we're the head of the household. We have this mentality that we're the actual head. So mm-hmm. a little bit more stress comes on them. You know what I'm saying? You, uh-huh. you know, no bills coming in. It, they, they, everybody looking at me and this motherfucker. Hey, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So hey, you got to hey, protect you and cooking. the family. Mm-hmm. Right, they're looking at me. Hey, good looking. What's cooking? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. You know, you know, not none of these motherfuckers. One time I went to New York, forgot to pay the uh get what the gas bill or no electric bill. No, no, not electric because the lights wasn't out. The gas bill. So there was no mm-hmm. hot water for like mm-hmm. three days. And it wasn't even lack of money. It was just I for, I went to New York, I forgot to pay them. They called me right before I should have paid before I left. So there was no hot water for like three days. It could take three days to come on. Niggas was looking at me real stink. Like the boys mm-hmm. went to their friend's house. Me and Khadija, in there, you know how you put one shoulder in the cold water, then have to slip your ass in. Oh, the worst. I'm like, nigga, that shit out here. See, the hot water is free. The heat and all that shit is free in the project. We ain't used to that mm-hmm. shit. That shit is like straight terrorism. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so when they show all these houses underwater, niggas floating. Let me tell you this. Why you say this as fear? From New York, and Dane probably could testify to this, every house down south from time to time, we just thought, I just thought every nigga in the south, at one point or another, you need a boat, you're going to be standing on top of your house and, or laying on a mattress, floating some fucking way, waiting for a helicopter to pick you up when the hurricane came. I came down here, I made this shit look like a bunker. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Bad canned goods. 
know what I'm saying? Shit was looking <laughs> real. Like, shit was looking like the Holocaust. And then, um, it, yeah, shit was real. But then I totally started seeing how they'll tell you all this shit, and it's bullshit. I'm waiting for the big one to come. They told me all this shit in Atlanta, buckle down, batting down the hats. I mean, fuck them. I went to go get some pizza. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, this shit ain't scaring me. They ain't getting me on this shit. After seven years, they not getting me. Nothing fucking happens, really. You know what I'm saying? The lights flicker mm-hmm. and shit. And mm-hmm. anyway, long story short, I turned to CNN just to see how they do it. They got niggas standing outside in the fucking hurricane going, oh, shit's getting bad. You standing in the fucking hurricane. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. what, a, what an idiot job you have to right. stand out there and, be, and just be in the wet, scaring the shit out of people. Oh, shit uh-huh. is coming. Irma's going to get ill after that. We coming to the eye of the storm. I'm like, man, y'all motherfuckers are straight reality TV hands That's fucking it. down. And it's That's all it. designed for one thing, to get you to get in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yep. In the moment. Mm-hmm. From Trayvon Martin, now we're going to have to put this little 19-year-old girl raping. Mm-hmm. But no one will hear it. You're going to have, like I said, even myself, even me pretending is still, if you were trying to create an entity or a ritual, that's exactly mm. what you would do. That's mm. exactly what you would do. Because mm-hmm. once you're able to dictate behavior or make uniform behavior, you're able to create a frequency. And when you're able to create a frequency, you're able to tap in to the symbol now. That girl can become a symbol. Trayvon Martin becomes a symbol for them. Mm-hmm. I started to see black men and women start to come together a little bit with the hurricane mm-hmm. stuff, kind of working together, right? Mm-hmm. And then this shit happened over the weekend, and now they fighting again. I was like, now what mm-hmm. you niggas just kind of coming together? Like, all right, <laughs> yeah, we do, we do need to be working on survival, and we do need a man in the house, and you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's getting cold outside. People what they call cuffing season, so you know that you start getting booed up with folks. You know, we start to come together, but now. Mm-hmm. You're reminded of that time when you was out with your homegirl and you this doesn't happen and somebody put something in your drink and I remember when mm-hmm. that happened and now and I, I see all these women. This woman made a video over like forty five fucking minutes. She's like, I've been watching this video for hours and playing it back and this 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 and I'm like, you are you, you what? bitches ain't going to work off of this shit. They so stressed stressed out about some shit. You don't even know this girl. None of this, they, I mean, they bugging the fuck. And let me give a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that rape is cool. It's okay. Because some right. goddamn nigga out there is going to say, oh, well, well Dr. Yogi, she, that ain't what the fuck I said. That ain't right. where I'm That's going and ain't where I'm being. Right. That's so, not even close to what we're talking God about. We're talking about but, after the event happens, after this terrible event, how they use it as a ritual or a weapon. Mm-hmm. We're, what Thank we're shitting you. on is how they weaponize an event. An event, as Dark Yogi just said, happens every fucking seven seconds, seven minutes around the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to keep up with all the, oh, my goodness, and all. You would be doing that every fucking moment of your fucking life. So Man. the one that they choose to, to, to show you, the one that they choose to project to you to, get, to, to initiate a uniform reaction is what we're talking about, weaponized. You can't buy into it. We're sorry mm-hmm. for the girl. 
but she's in a better position than you because she's gone. Right. She chose. We we already said all of this. She chose mm-hmm. that path. What happened to all your melanin, kundalini, yoga, kabbalah right. shit? She chose that path. She chose to come down here for a reason, and the people affected by it, the human people are supposed to have their human reaction, and us conscious mm-hmm. people are supposed to have this conversation we're having right now, decoding mm-hmm. this event. You understand? That's the best we can do for her as using her situation that she chose to go through as a conscious tool, and the humans will use it as a human tool. But we cannot fall or have it both ways. You get what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because, so, like I said, I'm not a relate to humans. Oh, my goodness, terrible, terrible thing. But I'm not going, nothing in my heart is really going more than her. I'm more scared for my fucking son to walk out every day, if you really want to know, than, than right. some person who I do not know. You get right. what I'm saying? And they're trying mm-hmm. to give me the note. You see, and they play and manipulate with black people because black people has a quantum consciousness, which means we mm-hmm. all connect. That's why everybody's yeah. brother and everybody's sister. But mm-hmm. we, we, we need to understand how, what that means. We're technically brothers and sisters on a, 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 a certain level of consciousness because we can't just say that now. Niggas will kill you for fucking peanuts. Let right. Peanuts now. So right. technically there's no just uniform brother and sisterhood. That's a quantum universal where everybody was your mother, everybody was called uncle. Everybody was right. your daughter, you know what I'm saying? See, I walk around, all these little kids that serve me at Walmart and all the places they work, I say, thanks, daughter, thanks, son, because that's who they mm-hmm. are. You get what I'm saying? But I see, that's the level that I'm on. And they can hear that as I project that. You get what I'm saying? And they can mm-hmm. hear that quantum connection of this fatherly image that, that they're dealing with. Thanks, son. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And they can mm-hmm. feel the father present because that's a level you have to be at and project. So all these niggas ain't brothers and sisters because they no longer have any spiritual connection to you. And they will kill you and laugh and watch a fucking video on YouTube. Y'all got to watch some shit on Netflix called Dark Mirror. It is Dark all Mirror. about, it's like a Twilight Zone in a new age dealing all with technology. There was one episode where they showed they were actually psychologically torturing this woman who didn't know what was going on. She thought it was a real killing. I won't give too much away. While people Mm -hmm. stood around with their cameras. And we don't even Uh. realize all this police shit, motherfuckers killing niggas, somebody's just standing there with a camera not doing anything. They're witnessing a murder with cameras. They're witnessing Mm. a a legendary ass whipping with cameras, and they think they're doing something by filming Mm. it and putting it on YouTube. So it shows how we are no longer even connected to a situation mm-hmm. where motherfuckers are getting murdered, you just filming the shit. So it's, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more because it's it's a it's not a movie. It's it's about three seasons, three short seasons. UK mm-hmm. shit, excellent shit. Dark Mirror is on Netflix. Watch it. It okay. shows how disconnected we are and how we think we're doing this human shit, but you're actually being led around by stories that they choose to tell you, and they choose these stories for a reason. Shit, mm-hmm. niggas in Chicago's getting their ass beat and busted and killed miraculously. What we mm-hmm. haven't even figured out as black people, when they, in, in my book, I dropped, my new book, I dropped the percentages of whites 
that kill blacks as police, and then how many niggas kill niggas? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all want something to work on. Y'all, want, hmm. y'all might want to start there. Mm-mm. Yeah, because then, uh, yeah, then, then we got to let go of trauma. Then you got to let go yeah. of trauma if you start yeah. fucking up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See, it's really, it's really <laughs> self-hate, and we express it, right? We express it through each other. We beating each other over the head. We killing each other. We hate each other. Hate yeah. each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to get, this is so much science that explains this shit, man. If y'all just study Gnosticism and Gnostic mythology, I think that's probably the closest that explains this whole shit. They mm-hmm. explain how there's a source, or white people are calling it the source now. Mm-hmm. They call it the one. And pretty much that's the soul or the divine light or the divine spark. That is the source of where we're, where we're from. Our quantum reality, our heaven, the, 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 the egg that, that, that we're all in before the universe expanded, all these names for this one thing. And then it starts telling how it started creating underneath it, the eight mm-hmm. our God and all the rest of this shit. And then these, uh, I can't remember the names, but these 12 gods pretty much. And not the mm-hmm. Zodiac. Um, the last god was the great mother called Sophia. And Sophia, being the last one on that list, said, I'm going to try to create what I see above me and had this baby fucked mm-hmm. up. Y'all the broth. Yahweh, Allah, uh, uh, Yahi, Vahi, this fucking god that niggas is praying to. Now, mm-hmm. she tried to hide it in these clouds, which is the astral world. Now, mm-hmm. in his ignorance, he thought that nothing exists but him. I am mm-hmm. the only God. You should worship none but me. That's where you get all this dialogue, this genre. Mm-hmm. And he tried to create uh, a heaven and what we know as earth and all of these uh-huh. beats to worship him. This mm-hmm was fucked up terrible and blah, 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 blah. And the, the worst, it was the vomit, it was debauchery, it was the ego because he didn't even know nothing else existed. He was sitting in the clouds. He didn't even know there was nothing even higher than him. So the great mother said, I need to send these divine sparks of light down to earth, and I'm going to put it in this animal called man. Man became conscious. Man's mission became to take this mistake called earth and try to bring heaven here to make it mimic it. So that's when we build mm-hmm. monuments, societies, civilizations, pyramids, mm-hmm. anchor wives, all of these civilizations that came and have long gone. We have been here doing this work. We've done mm-hmm. the work. That's why after we finished and made this mimic heaven, we fell into a sleep and started losing this, a sleep to wake up, now to go the fuck home, not do anything else. Now, mm-hmm. he also made 12 what they call aeons, this y'all of okay. That's time. They put us in time. He tells you how all of this was made as this flaw. He tells us, now listen closely, that y'all the broth to get worship and energy all he does is put woe, 
in stress in man's mind. That's what you're fighting. Mm. You ever just sit there and start thinking about killing a motherfucker and then wake up? Like, you just be sitting there like, mm-hmm. I have, I, yeah. I would, show, I would bite him in the face. You're thinking of all this shit that you wake up like, mm-hmm. all the way down this road with, yeah, this, you know, with, this, with this thought. He said, y'all, LeBron, actually push those thoughts in your mind. He gives you mm. depression, anxiety. Jesus is just, or how, how he's worshipped in this false sense is another aspect of y'all, LeBron. So when you worship him, he gives you a little bit of good just to give you a little bit of bad so you fall back on more Jesus, more praying, mm. more praying to keep getting a little, taking it away, getting a little, taking it away. That's actually a deity, the deity who created this place, this demiurge that does that to you. So the Gnostic mind, when you start walking away from needing things and wanting things, Mm -hmm. material things, or or divorcing yourself from this material, emotional ride, this roller coaster, you then start to walk the path of enlightenment because this – Entity no longer has a hold on your ego or your mind. It's no longer a distraction. So if people was to understand this deeply and get into it, they will understand the concept more of consciousness. That's the only thing I would have to say. Uh, yeah, they keep asking. Black Mirror is on Netflix. Black Mirror. Um, if people were to understand and get into this, it will be a shortcut to the understanding of what true consciousness is because at the end result of it would be exactly what you went through, exactly what you're talking about, the exact Hmm. understanding you came from, how to understand that this place in its best-case scenario is a floor, and you must go through the floor to have something even to do in this motherfucker as a conscious uh-huh. worker, you must go through it. The harder, mm-hmm. now listen, the harder the floor you go through is like the higher level of college. So when mm. I hear a floor like you and you can make through it, oh, you telling me who's a God. And I'm going to be absolutely honest. I can feel power. I've felt a lot of power from you. Your beauty is out fucking standing. And to be absolutely honest, I can see why lesser men will put their hands on you because of yeah. a lot of power you have. I can see why lesser men without control mm-hmm. wouldn't know what to do because you have a lot of sexual energy. You have a lot mm-hmm. of energy. And you have mm-hmm. a lot of attraction energy. I know that it's immediately, even before I knew who you was, and when you said who you was, it made so much fucking sense. And mm-hmm. I can see you would have to really control that power. Otherwise, mm-hmm. niggas, niggas will take it the wrong way a lot. And, I'm panicked. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, my only point was um, that shows me or is a testimony to who and what you really are. And Mm -hmm. the fact that you went through this and the the genius that you're speaking of how you came out of this and how you're constantly working through this is a testimony to what uh, all these niggas should be really listening to today. Instead of just Mm -hmm. saying, "Mm, mm, yeah, that's deep. They really need to take it to heart and see the method and the pattern you did, and they need to get your fucking book when it comes out. If it's, mm-hmm. it, it has tips and tricks of what you did, you are a motherfucking success story the way I see it. 
And I promise you that. I'm not saying that shit lightly. You're a motherfucking success story. You are someone, just your statement of almost embracing your trauma tells a story. I've, all the advanced books that I've dealt with, they talk about this. Mm-hmm. How to start to learn to love this garbage that you in. You know, you mm-hmm. hear all these things, oh, I hate this, I'm never coming back. No, you don't have to come back. If you were in control of who you are, you won't have to even make that fucking statement. I was just watching um, uh, Game of Thrones, and, you know, I'm watching it all over again. I love that bullshit. And the little <laughs> bastard Joffrey keeps saying, I am the king. I'm the motherfucking king. I'm the king. I don't need to do it. I'm the king. And his grandfather said, any man who's really the king wouldn't have to say it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm like, whoo, that shit is powerful. You wouldn't have to mm. say it. So you wouldn't have to, if you know who you are and you went, went, went to that God level, you wouldn't have to say, I ain't never coming back to this motherfucker. I ain't never right. coming back. Who are you trying to convince? Me or you? Right. So you I just know. I, I know I'm God <laughs> and I make the choice if I want to come back. And I ain't nobody that mm-hmm. lords over me to make no decisions but me. So I don't mm-hmm. have to tell nobody that. I know it already. So just by mm-hmm. just saying that constantly shows me they don't know it. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the idea is not, I get it. If you don't want to come back, you don't have to come back. But if you chose to yeah. come to this motherfucker, you better also understand or get to the level where you embrace why the fuck you came here. That is your lesson. That is mm-hmm. why. All the shit, there's no motherfucking mistakes, coincidence, or accidents, or shit just happens, or people just did something to you. You chose those people. You chose mm-hmm. to come here for that reason. No matter how humanly debaucherous in this illusion, that's another thing. Oh, this is an illusion. This isn't real. This is a dream. And none of this shit ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. It happened to your body. But right. it didn't happen to you. Know what, I'm what happened to all of that? Yeah, that was the um Keanu Reeves said in the goddamn uh, the one where he was destroying the world. Uh, war, not war, of the worlds. Uh, uh, well, they said to him, it was that remake with uh, uh, with Keanu Reeves and Jada Pinkett's son and, and Will Smith's son. Uh, somebody's going to write in the room, but he said, you know, he was an alien. They knew he was an alien. They said, do you feel pain? He said, my body feels pain. I'm like, God mm. damn, that's just powerful within itself. Mm. So your body went through all of this. You know what I'm saying? This guy named, yeah, the day the earth stood still. Thanks. Uh, mm. uh, right. It looks like Breheart, Braveheart, uh, Breheart. Um, I wonder if that's Brianna. Anyway, uh, the day the earth stood still, he said, my, my body feels it. And, um, well, that is, that is Brianna. Uh, Brianna. All right. That's my girl. Anyway, um, this is a, this, your body went through all of this, but you didn't go through this. You choose to put your humanity through this. You chose to feel the anxiety that a human would feel to work through it. Mm-hmm. And if you fail at it and you quit and just ignore it, you're not doing the work. Fuck humanity. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming back. That's not doing the work. No, you need to look at it straightforward and say, what is this? And you need to defeat it. You understand? 
That's how you mm-hmm. get over humanity. You have to defeat this shit, not just ignore this shit. You have to yeah. do exactly what you did. You have to mm-hmm. face it, and now you're able to say, I don't even feel lust no more. And this is what they put. I understand this is what they put on me. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. understand I accepted it, and, and now I no longer accept it. I'm in control. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hear someone who's back in control. I hear a fucking wonderful story coming from you. You know what I'm saying? I hear the mm-hmm. whole point of this shit coming out your mouth. And I just wish niggas would just understand this is what it is. We'd be less time fucking around on Facebook and more time saying, aha. I don't hear nobody saying, I have an aha moment. I have an aha moment. I heard that shit tonight, though. You know what I'm saying? Aha, I figured this out. You know mm-hmm. something? Fuck that. Fuck this. Fuck that. that. That doesn't do it to me no more. That doesn't do it for me no more. I don't hear people saying, I'm over it. I hear niggas saying, fuck that shit. Forget mm-hmm. that shit. Hotep, nigga. And all this shit. But I don't hear them say, they're not really yeah. feeling like, man, this is what I'm scared of. Admit to yourself. This shit yeah. makes me nervous. I have anxiety. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I was having panic attacks. I was scared. Now I face my fear. Them niggas are just mm-hmm. ignoring that shit. They don't, they're not, men, they scared of a whole bunch of shit. As much nigga shit that we go through, you're not going to front like y'all niggas have some good fucking lives. I don't give a fuck. Right. Or not. <laughs> you're not gonna, as much nigga shit we go through, you're not going to front like shit was all fucking hunky-dory. You know what right. I'm saying? Everybody got shit to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you, mm-hmm. need, you need you don't need to tell me, but you need to damn sure have this conversation with yourself. Right. Real mm-hmm. important shit. Like I said, all this shit is in the mythology is telling you the nature of humanity. It's not just us after white people showed up. It was the nature of humanity. The shit was flawed. It would have been if it wasn't the white people, it was the bad guys, it would have been another group of niggas. It'd have been something mm-hmm. because that's just the nature of this. And if not, mm-hmm. your ass might get eaten by a fucking lion, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just not, it is. This, this, this is the nature of this place. It's the it nature is. of this place. And like I said, I think you understand that. Mm-hmm. And when, I think when you, you understand said, that. When you said you, you could understand why the molestation happened, I'm telling you now at 30, it, 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 they're coming back. But it's a mm-hmm. different way. They're mm-hmm. they're coming in droves is what's happening. And I I thought I was tripping one day. I was working mm-hmm. in the back of the trailer, and one guy walked by, and he saw me. And he turned around, and he came back. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Have a good day. So I'm learning how to turn people down, but without, uh-huh. nigga, now fuck you, nigga. I don't need that right. because that, that's right. some defensive shit. I'm like, nah, right. I'm good, but with a straight face. Nah, I'm good, but you have a nice day, though. And they right, go, oh, okay, I get it. And, they, and then young, I swear so five dudes did that. Five dudes came back to back within the same fucking hour. And I said, wait a minute. Something is different. Something is changing. I mm-hmm. am drawing them to me, but mm-hmm. I can heal them in a way that I don't even have to use my body. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to have sex with them to right. heal them with sexual right. So I'm learning a whole different way of transmuting this shit because this love right. coming out of them. They don't even know why they're being drawn to me. They think it's the physical form. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It's something mm-hmm. else that's within me. Like I said, that's in me. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get out. 
that they're trying to put in. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because, like, at, at a younger age in me, just by meeting you like I did, it would have been mm-hmm. all about trying to offer you dick all night. Mm-hmm. But understanding mm-hmm. my my level of consciousness and I in being able to see see past that, I can see power mm-hmm. in you. That I say, nigga, I, that's the first thing I said. Weaker niggas will always just try to pull their pants down. Well, yep. guarantee, guarantee all the time. They can't help it, and and and, and that's right. they, well, they don't know but nothing they, else. They don't know, they don't know nothing it. else. They don't that's know what it. they're feeling, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna put it all down to their dick. Like, um, yep. you know, they, yeah, they, 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 that's, that's a level that very few niggas is very, very few niggas I've met, even deep niggas that hang with me haven't gotten to that level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you, actually, ironically, the closest nigga I've seen to that level able to control his fucking dick is Dane. And, and yeah. mm-hmm. that's, I don't, I can't really say it's weird, but. Mm-hmm. I was able to say, you know, I, even when we was younger, like, I remember me and him rarely had girls together. It was some double date, you know, I met some girls. And mm-hmm. one of the girls, they didn't look too good. But we was just hanging out. We actually went to the fucking restaurant, if Dane remembers, with Seinfeld. You know, that restaurant, if y'all don't watch Seinfeld, there's, no there's a restaurant that he's showing, yeah. It's on 110th Street with his restaurant on the side. So we went up there, but the fucking roaches was in that motherfucker. So we went to another <laughs> diner. And we was hanging. And I'm like, you know, my first thing was like, oh, man, I got to fuck. I'm going to just try to fuck her this week and get it over with. And Dane was like, we said, why? They were cool. Let's just chill with them. You know what I'm saying? Didn't even understand the language. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He said, they was just cool. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, they don't look that good. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I said, I'm just going to fuck it, just keep it moving. He's like, you know, they was cool, you know what I'm saying? And what he was pretty much saying was, we was enjoying the moment. I didn't mm. even understand it, you know what I'm saying? And then as I started to learn this discipline, Bobby Hammond would say it to me, I thought this nigga was losing his mind. And it's funny, I don't want to forget why you said how you know how to turn people down nicely. Uh-huh. Bobby Hammond did a whole thing on that. He said, usually girls are getting nasty. He was like, why? He said, at the end of the day, the guy's only offering you pleasure. At the very end, he's just offering you plain old dick. He's offering you a good time, really. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. don't look at all the strings that come attached with a nigga looking in your phone and baby mama and all that kind of shit. You don't look at all of that. It's just really he's just offering you a good time. And if you don't want it, just say no. You know what I'm saying? Ain't mm-hmm. no way to roll your eyes and suck your teeth. So that's even a level in understanding. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I would say Dane was one of the guys who I who I noticed he ain't really defined himself through his dick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He'll sit around and talk. He'll talk to three, four girls at my party all night, but just for the, for the level of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Just for the mm-hmm. sake of conversation, which is a level of you know, of consciousness, you know what I'm saying? I think we lost wow. No, I'm sorry, bro. I hear you. Oh, yeah just, yeah, just a level of consciousness that was always there. Now, when we was young, you know, we was getting, a, you know, he, he was, I, we had a mutual friend. My boy Prince was actually a mutual friend, and Prince and Dane got more girls together than me and Dane, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Prince, like, you know, Dane was on it. You know, Dane was, Dane was on the hunt, but, you know, he grew mm-hmm. up. 
you know what I'm saying, grew up because there's more to it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's more to the mind. Like, for instance, uh, Khadija had her friend from fifth grade. She came through. When Dane came through at the same time, just because, we, you know, we was going to the concerts and we wanted to force them, and they was, just came as friends. Dane and right. I had the most great time as just, you know, Khadija's friend and my friend was here, and that was that. And it was nothing else. And, you know, he wasn't sniffing around, doing nothing. Just a great guy to hang with. He's just a real dude that way. And, um, wow. you know, and I've noticed that, like I said, through the years. But that's a level. I, there's probably nobody else I've noticed that shit in. Niggas is still trying to find themselves through motherfucking pussy. I'm mm. like, I, I, I totally get it, niggas. Niggas was mind controlled into thinking that is the most manly shit you could do. But it took me a while to learn. Me and Khadija, I, I remember being with girls, and if it wasn't, I don't give a fuck what we did that day. If we wasn't fucking at the night, this shit wasn't complete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever we did, yeah. it, ended, it ended in me getting a nut. I don't give a fuck. Something, you know, mm-hmm. some shit's going to happen. Um, by mm-hmm. the time I got with Khadija, that shit was over. I can, the same satisfaction mm-hmm. that I thought I was feeling from that, me and her could talk, go to the movies, do absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. We could be in two separate rooms, and I'm satisfied that she's in the next room. It's yeah. the most amazing feeling when you could pull that all your attention from your dick into your consciousness with a person. Mm-hmm. The most mm-hmm. amazing fucking uh, thrilling and satisfying thing. I know niggas ain't there yet. I talk to niggas all over. It's about, mm-hmm. oh, the kundalini and sex magic. No, nigga, you just want to fuck. But, right. <laughs> I just want to fuck. Okay, queen. Ain't queen. no sex magic. You just want to fuck. Just because you yeah. do a doggy style don't mean you're doing sex magic, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just because she got Man. on top don't mean you're doing sex magic. Man, listen. I, at this point, like, I would rather have the niggas that straight up said, yo, I want to fuck, versus a, hey, you want to get together and do yoga? And then mm-hmm. <laughs> do right. the downward dog and a little touchy. Like, nigga, I already, <laughs> god damn it. Like, like yeah, no. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they, see, they see all that ass turned upside down in the air. Them niggas yeah. ain't trying to do no goddamn yoga. They ain't trying to do none of that yoga. They trying to get them, they trying to get them, put on them fucking pants and let their dick flop around. They, the, flop they around. worse than the regular hood nigga, though, because they got mm-hmm. a little so-called knowledge. They oh, worse. yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you. You bring up so much good shit. Let me tell you. When Facebook started and niggas was saying um, L. Bay on the end of it, them niggas got so much pussy. And yeah, then everybody yeah. come to me in my inbox, man, they got no understand. This nigga peed, at, peed in the corner in the, in the baby's crib and had a gun. And I'm like, worse than niggas at the club. I'm like, nigga, because niggas figured yep. out a little hustle. They figured out in your little fucking egos, all somebody had to say is, no, son, you the queen. You the goddess. You that shit. You the black mm-hmm. woman. Your hair is natural. Mm-hmm. You the best ever. Oh, shit, he's giving him pussy. He's better than that nigga at the club. You find he's the same motherfucker from the club with a new dialogue. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With a new fucking dialogue. With an aunt nigga. Yeah, with an aunt nigga. With an aunt nigga. fucking crystals. <laughs> right, calling you beloved and... <laughs> and, 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 and 
there's really no point because I know I'm going to drain them. Like I was talking about earlier, that whole vampire succubus thing. I don't yeah. want to feed. I don't, I, I, I don't want to feed anymore. I don't feed anymore. It has to be an exchange. You know what I'm saying? So, and not only that, majority of my partners have had some type of uh, history similar to mine. So right. they're right. getting their shit off yeah. too. Either we're we're going back and forth doing this dance between predator and prey, yeah. and yeah. That we, so we're healing each other. It's, it's it's kind of an alternative healing type of a thing, but it mm-hmm. works. Whether somebody a male he has mommy issues or a girl she has mommy issues or me and my daddy issues, we're actually able to work through that because hey, we're both conscious and aware that hey. We done been through some shit. I done been molested by my family member. You done been molested by your family member or this, that, and mm-hmm. third. We know this. We It's already out on the table. Now, let's channel this shit and get this the fuck out. And and we're right. here and we've created this safe space. We got our kettle. We done, you know, got our sage. We done, we done poured our libations to uh, Baron and Brigitte. Like, we done did all of our fucking shit that we need to do to let it know, hey, we open, we available. Let's do this exorcism in this thing and bust this nut and go to fuck to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and do that. So it's just a matter of having a partner that's going to go there and be present with you and say, hey, I need to be choked tonight. Can you go there with me? Like, hey, nigga, mm-hmm. I, need to cho- I need to choke you tonight. It's, can, are you cool with it? Matter of fact, bring that bitch that we saw that choke. Yeah, I need to choke that bitch. Is she okay? Like, can is this something that we all can come to an agreement on? Can we do this? If not, then it's cool. I got somebody else in another state that can and that will. So I can do that if that's what I need to do, if if that's what I need. However, I don't work that shit out to the point where it's like, listen, I can't even do it no more, but I can facilitate. I can orchestrate. I can make sure that you're going to have a safe space. I can make sure we set up to say, hey, no. I can see now that you're taking this person to a level that they think, no, 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 this is past safe word level right here. Back the fuck Mm -hmm. off. So sometimes Mm -hmm. people just need somebody like, hey, you know what? I just need somebody to be there that's reaffirming and reassuring me that, yes, I'm safe. You're safe. You stay present. I'm here with you. Sometimes that's really all a person needs is that, hey, in this space, you're normal. You're not a fucking freak of nature. Nothing is right. wrong with you. We're both fucked up. How about that? And in this space, mm-hmm. we're normal. That's mm-hmm. all that right. it takes. You know, so um, I don't even know if that answers your question or not, but I'm like I said, I'm, most of the time I'm on the road. So if, if my partner's in, in Arkansas and I'm in Virginia, the partner that I need to get my shit off with is in back in Arkansas and I'm in fucking Virginia. I ain't got no choice but to deal with myself. Let me tell I have you. no choice but to stay present and deal with myself. And I don't use no toys, no battery power, none of that shit. I, that shit desensitizes you to human touch. I'm so fucking against that shit as far as women <laughs> and men go. I, I'm against that shit. You need the human intimacy. That's a basic fucking need. You come out of your mm-hmm. mama, the first thing you want to do is at least lay up on her chest. Whether you're drinking mm-hmm. from her, you need that human 
contact, period. Don't put no fucking battery-powered electronic shit on your goddamn genitals. That, no, because mm-hmm. then that, that feeds a whole nother fucking beast right there. You fucking right. a machine. A human yeah. can't compete with no fucking machine. That, that's right. just no. not fair. Uh-huh. You, Go ahead. You hit on something, Doc Yogi, when, and I think this spoke to his uh, question directly when you said, mm-hmm. you, maybe because this is kind of what uh, I would say, that um, mm-hmm. when you did all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? When you did all of it, it's like you've seen the top of where it goes, so then the lust goes away. There's nothing that you need to, to thrill yourself with anymore. So after right. me having all the threesomes, the foursomes, like I said, it was five, six, I was fucking, that was the end result. We were all interacting, and, you know, and then even before that, I was making rap songs, so it was like all sorts of bad bitches all around this and all around that, and, you know, mm-hmm. fuck the daughter and the mother and all the rest of that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, you know, it's like, it, what, what's left to do, you know what I mean? So that, for me, really made the, it made me ready for Khadija. And, you know, I let her know, yeah. listen, I'm fucked up a storm. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I, there's nothing I really need to do, want to do, or missed out on or feel I need to do on my, in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like so, I, so I the stuff that I used to be into, the stuff that I thought that I needed to even arouse me turns me mm-hmm. off now. It, I'm repulsed right. by it. Like I can't. Like I used to love watching twerk videos. Like like yeah. Like mm-hmm. I loved everything about women and I, all of that mm-hmm. shit. The more fucked up and gory, the better. Slapping her and shit. But now I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my god. That whole, like I said, that going backwards, reversing back into the childlike nature. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. I can't even stand to see it no more. I'm like, right. it's like I feel it. You, yeah, you I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's like I'm an adult now. I'm, I'm 30, 31 now. So it's like, wait a minute, but I'm feeling like a five-year-old again. Like, wait a minute, I'm in that sacred purity space again. You see what mm. I'm saying? That's been restored. So now it's mm. like I'm no longer this savage, you know, succubus beast anymore. Now I'm back to this whole and oneness. You see what I'm saying? Well, so now yeah, I don't I, I, need multiple partners anymore. It's, it's strange because I thought I was poly. I thought I was poly, whatever the fuck. I need me multiple. Now I'm just like, I just need my my mate. I just need one. That, and I know they exist because if I'm doing this kind of work on myself, he got to be. By the law oh, no, of fucking no, what, duality, no, they doing gonna it too. It's going to manifest soon. If that's what you want, it's going to manifest because you're getting down. you're getting down to the level where you'll find your soulmate. Right, yes. because you have to know who you are before you can get there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And not in every case, but some people find it ignorantly, you know what I mean, because you guys are naturally attracted. But, no, you're being so conscious, oh, if that's what you want, you're going to have that uh, deliciously. I promise you that. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to have that yeah. delicious. Mm-hmm. Right. That, 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 yeah, that's fascinating. So. So that that I can actually speak on that too, because uh, my wild ass and I was getting all kinds of pussy, and I can I can fathom every type of uh, sexual act there is, but it's a it's a doorway into my mind, so I can open uh-huh. it and I can close it at will. And mm-hmm. um, for 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 me, for from when my queen came into my life, it was it was like totally random. I ended up not giving a fuck about nothing. And mm-hmm. at that level, it was where I was at the point where I was done with all the bullshit, and then she stepped in. 
You see what I'm saying? So, so uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's the fascinating. What, what Panic was saying is because that's the same thing that ends up happening. You end up, you end up when you when you're not looking for some shit. Right. That's when it comes in. Mm-hmm. Right. You see, you see what I'm saying? It, it just, mm-hmm. it just, just you, 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 and even in magic, when you 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 do a ritual or you do whatever and you forget about it because it's already done. Right. The shit is right. It, 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 mm-hmm. Forget what they call it. Uh, um, uh, uh, for, uh, uh, fire and forget weapon. Right. It's like that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, so already the thought form is there. It's existing. All you gotta do is just open the door in the in the mind. And, and like I said, the thing that's fascinating is, um, even though I've conquered the the lust and all that stuff, I can still open the doorway and peek in. You, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Meaning mm-hmm. that the shit is still there if you want to delve into that shit realm. Uh, well, right. well, well, you know, or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's not, it's not a, uh-huh. a shit realm. You know, you, you, you know, depending on That's what you try to do. Right. It's, yeah. It's a controllable act as opposed to the lust controlling you. Yeah. You can now uh, target your lust in more practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You make it your bitch. You say that. Right. Come on, you right. my mm-hmm. bitch. Come right. on over here. Right. Fucking clean my right. toes. <laughs> right. Yeah, I used to love that shit. I used to love the chicks to suck my toes. I told that shit to a nigga in class. Man, this nigga was totally against that shit. I'm like, no, Fuck you that. get that your toes up. Nigga, this morning I woke up. The weight Khadija up. I went in and sucked her big toe. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. <laughs> oh, nigga. Let me tell you, I used to love to get my fucking toes sucked the fuck out. Just lay there and just the pinky toe, nigga, and my bunion sucks. <laughs> shit was the greatest. <laughs> that's that yeah. reflexology. That's going to lead you some up oh, in your goddamn chest somewhere. Uh-huh. This, <laughs> this got to Oh, yep. man. Get, I, get your, no, get my feet ain't that bad. My, yeah, my feet ain't that bad. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I keep a decent amount of toe game. But, you mm-hmm. know... It's still man feet, you know what I'm saying? But right, get, get, right. Man, get, get some, you know, once you became Brother Panic, shit, shit just gets <laughs> real. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that, that, that you can push the envelope on and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, hey, just, just keep sucking, just keep sucking. You'll eventually get something out of that big toe. <laughs> yeah, that's the Aquaman. Yeah. Go ahead and get your, get your shit sucked by some goddamn fish. Um, yeah. What's that? What's that? That other shit? Uh, you take some popsicles, rub that motherfucker on the seat. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit. all that you shit. Uh, Altoids in the mouth and all that good Al- shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you just suck your dick with a mouthful of Altoids, cinnamon Altoids. With y'all in the cold of it, you know, we kind of talked about this before, Phil, about the cold and the hot. And now I'm still trying to get it, but, you know, I tried to. Okay, so so with with women, it's a little bit different. Men, it's we want to feel that that cold and hot on our shit because our shit's hanging the fuck out of our body. Right. You can can deal with it. It's not as sensitive. Right, it's not as sensitive. Oh, right. okay. Not as sensitive. So you can deal with yeah. you can deal with a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, okay. You know, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more sensitive because you can blow on a vagina and they'd be someplace else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, they'd be, oh, nigga, oh, that was a, you know. But no, that shit ain't happening. Like, uh, I can take a little bit of beating, like, 
one time I was washing my dick. And these like, 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 whoa, 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 slow down, nigga. You, you washing your dick way too hard. I'm like, how in the fuck would you know? Like, I had this motherfucker for 49 years. Like, no, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? This is how you actually wash a dick. I'm like, Khadija is just like control, boy. That motherfucker is a control freak. Like, like he literally, I'm like, you literally was telling me how to wash my dick. <laughs> Damn. Is there no escape? You know what I'm saying? Is there no escape, nigga? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I see what she's saying, yeah, though, because I, I used to, well, never, well, that might be TMI, but I used to watch myself like I hated my shit. But then on mm-hmm. the pool, I did actually hate my vagina because of what mm-hmm. happened to me. Like, it was a dirty, mm-hmm. I just hated to even deal with it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, maybe that's what Khadija, you know, because like, I, could, I, could, I could see that, but, yeah. Well, well <laughs> I think um, sometimes women handle dick a little bit rough. So, you know, they handle balls a little bit rough. So you have to be like, oh, okay, whoa, whoa, yeah. slow down, slow down. Your knee is right there and all that shit. you bending it and all of that kind of shit. So they have this sensitivity thing in their mind. But when you're not doing uh, nothing, you're just washing up. It's, it's, it's like a it's, – it's necessarily a different feeling, but it's just you actually a little bit more leery about other motherfuckers around your shit just rumbling around real kind of rough when they moving and changing uh, positions. Like, like doing dumb shit like they sitting on you, you know, on top of your dick, then try to spin all the way the fuck around while not taking your dick out. Painful. Like, man, man, fuck that shit, man. Just, you know, just, just get the fuck up and get back on. It ain't going nowhere. Trying to do this magical shit, breaking my dick in all these angles. Like, oh, that's the goddamn porno, man. Be like, <laughs> I want to spin around without taking it out. For fucking what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they heard it in a fucking song. That's why. Yeah, they heard this in yeah. the song somewhere. Yeah, and, and that other shit. Like, yeah, when they watch porno, it's real stupid. That is one chick. I almost said her name. That is one chick. She's spitting on my dick. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop spitting on my dick. That's not sexy. That's shit from a porno movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just spitting yeah. on my dick. Like, man, fuck, cut that out. You know what I'm saying? That's actually spitting on me. What I'm saying, the fuck is wrong with you? Wait, let me tell you, and I'll, I'll, I'll let y'all get back to what y'all was talking about. But I, I just talked about this shit on a, on a post the other day. I'm like, dude, when the last time men have actually been asked by women, can you know, do you like this or is this okay? Right. Can I actually touch you? Like, do like what the fuck? Women talk all this shit about men and how they don't know what the fuck they're doing. When the last time you even asked your man, is it cool? Like, have oh, yeah. you ever even fucking done that shit? Do you what even know what he's like? Do you know his nose zones? I'm like, do you even respect his nose zones? Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> See, well, most men, let me tell you, though, most men will accept anything just because they're getting some pussy. So mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to really complain. They're just going to mm-hmm. steer you away from doing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh... kind of get you out of that mode. And then if it's just yeah. too much, then we'll bring it up. But, you know, for a long time, I didn't like talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. this pussy and all that. I'm, like, I'm going to say, shut the fuck up. I'm fucking it. Just stop <laughs> saying it. Yeah. But then after a while, then I can't remember where it started when they was talking. It was a little bit of a thrill. You know what I'm saying? But I'm more, uh, I, I want to hear grunting and ooing and I. I want to hear fucking mm-hmm. 
sentences. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I, nothing I you what a, for a long time. A, a, a nice motherfucking turn on is uh when a woman he, he grab your head and say, Eat my motherfucking pussy, bitch. Or what I like that <laughs> shit talk. You see what I'm saying? That goddamn that feel. Shit. I know you're talking about I like the shit talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit is that didn't do it for me for a while. Especially now, they ain't gonna be calling me no bitch. <laughs> Look here, bitch. We need to turn on the light and discuss this shit. You know what I'm saying? We need to discuss what just happened here. <laughs> but I get it, though. Like, even somebody in the chat room say, well, you know, some guys like spitting on your dick. Now, you need to put that in your prescription. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get it. Anybody could like anything, and that's why everybody's trying everything. Because the last mm-hmm. thing probably liked that got spit on his dick, so she put that in her arsenal because when he was telling her, spit on my dick. So she put yeah. that in her arsenal thinking every nigga, you know, trying to see where it lands. Right. And I'm like, oh, no, you stop. So, I mean, we get right. that. Certainly that shit just ain't. It just wasn't doing it for me. I mean, a certain amount of spit and saliva, yeah, but no, you mm-hmm. just straight up pulling your head back going. That's That's a lung. 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 That's she talking about this shit for about a goddamn three weeks. I'm like, goddamn, let me just come over and put some dick in. So finally, <laughs> so I go to the house. She's playing. What's that guitar that lays down horizontally? She's playing sukiyaki. I'm like, bitch, this is not doing nothing for my dick. Put on. What's, and then we did. She talked so fucking much. I made her. Go to every, she had so many officers around the house, go to every fucking statue, dig in a pussy and put a dot on everybody's head just to shut up. Go ahead. That's the ritual. That's the, that, that just took about like 45 minutes. And then the last one she sat out, I said, you see Malcolm X over there, get him. She said, Malcolm X too? I said, yeah, it was that picture where he was pointing to his pineal. I said, he's pointing to it. Go ahead. <laughs> the most terrible pussy. In, and she made me wait for this pussy. Like, I, it was Black Planet days. She had her oh, arm. So I went on her fucking page. And I'm at her house. We was doing dumb shit. Like, I would sit on the couch and we put our heads together. All for trying to get me some pussy. I'm sitting there meditating with this bitch with our heads stuck together. But when the fuck do <laughs> we get some ass out of this? And the shit just never went that way. And then there was a ritual I was talking about. It was I had to fuck somebody from Louisiana, a light skin, and then somebody from Haiti. I'm like, how the fuck do I fuck somebody from Haiti? But she called again and started just talking about Haiti and going to Haiti. I said, oh, it's her. So I told her, she said, all right, let's do the ritual. I went down to the beach today and got some seashells. I'm like, oh, fucking shut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Finally went to our house, and, and I, I, the funny shit, she was playing this fucking guitar thing. <laughs> like, it was almost like a fucking harp or some kind of shit. But it was laying down. I said, what the fuck is you doing? Like, this is, what the fuck you think this is? An episode of Star Trek or some shit? <laughs> so, 
man, there's just so many tell man, I had man more than niggas know, but I had so many brother panic pussy adventures. Y'all niggas have no idea. Becoming and Bobby told me it was gonna be like that. He said, Wait, wait. Conscious girls to fuck are probably the most incredible things. And once you find mm-hmm. a conscious freak nigga, oh forget it. Man, the most mm-hmm. weird oh man, the adventures and this shit. You, I can see why I went to Khadijah. I said, man, this bitch this is crazy out here. Oh, man, there was, one, there was one bitch, man. This bitch, I used to see her floating over her body. I'd be laying there going, oh, shit, she's outside of her body. The time I woke up, she this bitch tapped my head, and I just went back to sleep. Ugh. I used to, bitch, I used to wake up next to this bitch paralyzed. Oh, shit, I couldn't move. You know what I'm saying? Wake up with scratches on my legs. This wild shit. I'm like, all right, we done had enough of each other, bitch. I can't, I can't do this anymore. But it was a, it was actually a ritual because I was looking for. I was doing this shit. I was going. I need to find me a conscious girl, and they gave me this crazy bitch. And then after that, they gave me the most mundane chick. She, I was getting so <laughs> dumb. I was just eating like chicken and bread at her house. Thank you. I'll have some more, please. And uh, it was really getting dumb. And then my aunt came through and showed me, stop going for it, let it happen. Because she showed me two extremes, you know what I'm saying? But that chicken and bread chick, she had the greatest pussy. Her fibroids were sitting in that pussy in a certain kind of way. That oh, was the Like, oh, my goodness. That's a problem. Just the feeling of a fibroids was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Was the shit. Oh, man. Man, that used to make them them bumps, them fucking bumps, the greatest. It was like a ribbed condom. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I never had that before. It was the fucking greatest. I mean, there was so many motherfuckers. I shit forgot. Man, when I was fucking all five of them chicks, oh, shit, man. It was just you know, no movies, no dinner, no Simon Says. It's just okay. You wake up and go, who do you who do you want to fuck? Okay, her. You know what I'm saying? Or her and her. And okay, panic, sure, panic, whatever you like, panic. And shit was just on. Like you just lay there like for a, a, a long, ridiculous amount of time while both of them are sucking your dick. You know it's not even foreplay no more. You just lay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just laziness. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they just sucking my dick forever. I'm just never going to come. I'm not even going to give them that satisfaction. It's just going to be me laying there. I'm watching TV, just getting my dick sucked, feet sucked, massages. I used to just say, give me a pussy back massage, where they would sit on my back with their pussy and just rub uh-huh. their whole back pussy on my back. I know back. what you're talking about. That's the shit, niggas. That's the shit of pushing back massage. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, man. It's so much fucking. Oh, my God. Oh, man. One of the motherfuckers was so thick and so orgasmic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. Lordy, 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 Lordy. I filmed all of this shit. Don't have no fear. I wasn't letting that shit go without no memoirs. All that shit's on film, nigga. Like, I said some shit to Wayne Chandler, a clip. Like, you know, I'm, I got the two chicks. I'm getting busy with it. And I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass the almond oil. <laughs> 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 I'm saying? 
I said it's Dwayne. Dwayne, what's the science on this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I got all that shit. Yo, I got shit while I'm playing asses as bongos. Ask Kenny. Kenny just watched some shit. Oh, I'm singing Baba Lua, yeah, like <laughs> asses. Shango, I was doing um, Hambo, Hambo, have you heard? No, you didn't. Dumb shit for nothing. Like, this dumb shit, this boring dumb shit for nothing. Just because you could, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I started to see my ego is getting expensive. I need one fucking woman. And yeah. that day, Khadija's my, Khadija rang that bell. That's the motherfucker in so many levels of satisfaction. She's like a mm-hmm. mother, a sister, a best friend, a girlfriend, my woman. She is the shit. Dame is, hun Dame became absolutely cool, which I knew it would be, because she is like, Dame is my greatest friend ever. And mm-hmm. just who she is, they, there's no way they could not be. Uh, uh, brothers and sisters immediately, and I knew it was. You know what I'm saying she loves Dane. I can oh, tell Dane. Uh, you know, but perfect. But uh, man, oh man, them adventures. And I know I did everything I wanted to do. I did, I had already mm-hmm. a good amount of shit shit on film way before I started even lecturing, just because of rap mm-hmm. music and, and all the rest of that dumb shit we was into. But yeah. uh, man, after that shit, oh my goodness, it's like conscious. They don't have no inhibitions. So there's no yeah. nothing. Yeah. There's just it's the excuse to be who the fuck they want to be. Shit, right. old man. You know, right. I, they, they, I mean, motherfuckers just said that panic. The spirit told me I'm supposed to do nothing but suck your dick. Okay. I ain't going to say her name. She would sell weed, right? I remember I was just running a house fucker. And, you know, I'm naked in the bed, and she's selling weed, and I had the realization, yo, I'm butt-naked in the spot right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm that bitch. I'm the bitch <laughs> in the spot. You know, I'm the naked motherfucker while she's selling drugs. That's just, this shit ain't going to fly. Let me put my drawers on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in, I'm in the spot. You know what I'm saying? Butt-naked. Cops walk in right now. I'm the nigga on the news. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Let me do my... Let me get my drawers. <laughs> yeah, she, she sucked the shit out of my dick. She fucked around and gave me a paddle one time. I said, you done did the wrong shit. I know how to beat your ass in one spot. You know what I'm saying? That Arisha girl was the master of ass spankings. When I was with the Arisha girl, she would just be interested in the red ass. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do light taps. Know what I'm saying? In one spot. You don't let up off that spot. She gave me this paddle. I panic. Panic. <laughs> Just on tape. Know what I'm saying? And know what's crazy? What's the dude, the the, uh, the ghetto shaman? He recommended this person for the show. And Elijah was like, yo, we need to put him on the show. I said, Elijah, let me show you this film first. I panic. I said, now you see why I can't have her on the show. Elijah remember that shit. I said, now nope. you see why I can't have her on the show. Elijah <laughs> seen that torture. Know what I'm saying? Oh, Penny. No, Penny. <laughs> I said, Penny, there's a, there's a furry side to the uh, <laughs> to the paddle. So fuck the furry side. Hi, Penny. <laughs> hilarious, man. 
<laughs> oh man, and it was all just love, you know what I'm saying? And man, she was man, she gave a lot of good pussy, but none of the other girls liked her. You know what I'm saying? None of the other girls liked her. I had travelers, motherfuckers. This man, there was this oh man, this is the baddest, one of the baddest little bitches ever. Green eyes, banging. She was probably like twenty something. You know, I'm old. My knee was already fucking fucked up. I couldn't even walk nowhere. Came from Atlanta to give me pussy. Oh my goodness, this was like a weekend of incredible shit. I'm like, oh, I just don't deserve this. Oh, I just don't deserve it. I need to keep pouring these libations, nigga. These spirits are good, and she's still my people. You know, she's she's great. And, you know, ever since I came out here, hands off, baby. You know what I'm saying? Some of the <laughs> finest fornication has come my way anytime. And, and in the beginning, before I kept talking about Khadija, Khadija was like a way of backing motherfuckers off. Motherfuckers be like, yo, why don't you come through and Khadija could get it too? I said, I'm not going to tell her over that. Khadija's a mean motherfucker. I ain't telling Khadija to get it too. And does Khadija share? I'm like, no, she does not. She doesn't do any of that hanky panky shit. You know what I'm saying? So she's traditional. Trying to get cut. Traditional, yeah. Like, so. No, 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 no. I I became a choir boy. I'm born again. Right. (laughs) That's the fascinating thing, though. It's a balance. Where right. one be, be wild as fuck and be like, I'll do any goddamn thing. Come on, baby, mm-hmm. put your feet in my mouth. The mm-hmm. other one right. be like, no, I ain't dealing with that shit. Yeah. I'm private yeah, with my ain't touching none of these toes. Ain't no yeah. fingers going nowhere special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she, she don't play that game. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? So I, I had to get it all out of my system. But man, oh, man, that toe sucking would make you feel like a fucking pharaoh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you, there was this yeah. chick in Philly. She's the one who told me about this shit. You know, I can't remember. I met her online somewhere, and I'm talking to her. And she's like, yeah, you know what I do for a living? I throw foot parties. Well, well, pray tell, what's a foot party? She said, well, where guys pay to come in, and once they pay a couple of fee to come in, there's a bunch of chicks, and they could negotiate with them to do shit with their feet all the way up into the jerking off of the feet. Only only foot action. I'm like, what nigga in their right mind with she's telling me about this whole civilization of fucking feet? So I'm like, bitch, wow. nigga, this is, this is incredible. So I call Bobby Hemmings. Yo, uh, Bobby, man, what the fuck is going on? This chick tell me about, she calling these niggas foot bitches. I've never heard of this. He paused and said, well, see, my thing is the arch. <laughs> I said, what, nigga? <laughs> said, my thing is the arch. I'm like, nigga, you a foot bitch, nigga. You into this foot bitch. Yeah, no, he, he said, it, yeah. It, then he said, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's that curve, right? In that, he that said, yeah, the area. arch. He said, yeah, my shit yeah. is the arch. Then, right. then he said, remember TJ? TJ was a dude that used to bring him in. And I remember... When TJ's woman walked in, Bobby said, y'all need to look at her feet. He said, yo, it's like a whole civilization down there. And she had all her shit with doodads and sandals and rings and trickery on this shit. And I said, okay, whatever. And then I said, oh, TJ's a foot bitch. I didn't get it. So I went out to Philly, and I was going, I was going to the orgy. 
and she, I was going to meet her before the orgy. So when I met her, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't establish we was going to fuck. But I said, all right, we're going to fuck. Let's just go to the hotel. You already knew. You know what I'm saying? This bitch sucked my fucking feet. I mm. said, bitch, now I understand. This bitch was an expert. Let me tell you, she said some nigga would massage her feet and paralyze her. That's how she's telling mm. me all this whole shit. This bitch got busy on my shit. I said, oh, shit, nigga, I can moonwalk again. Mm. Went to that orgy. I took her ass to the orgy. I was like, I said, so you want to come to this orgy? She's like, nah, I don't want to really come. I said, well, you writing the sex book, you know what I'm saying? You can see some shit. Plus, if you bring mm. a girl, you get in cheaper. I went into mm-hmm. this motherfucker. They had two rooms. They were set up. It was one of them Yahoo groups. Now, I wasn't planning on fucking nobody, but I just wanted the energy. So I was there soaking it up. Mm-hmm. So she's in there with me. She's chilling. So, you know, somebody starts fucking a bunch of niggas just start sitting around, you know what I'm saying, watching. A lot of niggas ain't coming no chicks. That's how I'm going to start her up, you know what I'm saying? So I pulled out my dick. She started sucking it. So I said, why don't you suck me? You know, niggas flocked around. So I said, why don't you suck this dude's dick? This nigga said, oh, shit, and just pulled out his dick. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> she, said, she, said, she said, nah. I said, you had a warden. Start sucking his dick. So I left. I was good because I, I fucked her to my skin. <laughs> was off my dick earlier, so I was good. So I bounced, walked around, came back. She in the room, there's a line of niggas. I said, Are you okay? She said, yeah, I'm good. And how came back right. along the line. Niggas, employees from the Damn. hotel was on the line, eating spaghetti and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas so I said, you need some? You all right? So I guess this Philly dude was like, he thinking, you know, that's my lady, and niggas is turning her out. He's like, she all right, dude. I said, nigga, you ain't the one getting fucked in the ass. I ain't asked you shit, nigga. I'm like, who <laughs> takes stats from somebody from Philly? In West Philadelphia, born and raised. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. I said, man, I asked you. said, I need some water. I got her some water. Bounce came back. Line's still going. Bounce came back. She was sitting down on her legs for us. She said, I'm going to fuck you up. I said, why are you going to fuck me up? You know what I'm saying? She said, I, she said, you started me up. I said, listen, you're blessed. I said, that was yeah. St. Martha that came through. You know what I'm saying? We was dealing with St. Martha. St. Martha has an afro and a snake around her neck. This chick had dreads. When I was fucking her earlier, one of the dreads was wrapped around her like a snake. I knew I was seeing She kept asking me about St. Martha, and I knew St. Martha was coming through. So I said, mm. no, that's St. Martha from New Orleans. I said, that's a blessing. It's going to be your life, your book, your this, your that, your that. She was trying to, like, she could hang with that type of level of dick. And yeah. she was trying to save face in front of me like we would be girlfriend and boyfriend. I'm like, yo, I'm not embarrassed. I don't see you no kind of bad way. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm saying to right. myself, I ain't going to tongue kiss you, but we good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I said, you know, I'm still respect. She's still on Facebook, still cool with me. And, you know, so later she said she embraced it. She said money went up, life went up and all this. But after that, Katrina hit in New Orleans around the same time. And that was that St. Martha energy and all that shit coming through as well. You know what I'm saying? We went back to the hotel for a while. She said, oh, shit, a condom's in me. <laughs> she was pulling condoms out later. I'm like, God damn. Get in the shower. I think I'm ready to hit it again. You know what I'm saying? 
all that energy. Got to wash the ass up, hit it again, woke up the next day, got right back on the bus to New York. And, like, man, there was so many, so many pussies of adventures. I think I forgot so many. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, Liocene, I showed him all the vaginas that, that has come my way. You know what I'm saying? To the point where niggas get tired. You know what I'm saying? They can't mm-hmm. even watch the whole shit. They get tired. Kenny, too. They get tired. There's too many. You know, everybody loves that energy. I loved it, too. I wish I could still do it, but I can't. It'd be, mm-hmm. It was so ill. There was so much chicks. I would have them send panties to me. I would take spiritual baths in their panties. Mm. So I'd be like, I know you bitches. <laughs> I know all of y'all. It just became <laughs> too much to fuck. I used to just say, give me your panties. It's the same yeah. shit. And then you say, every single pair of panties you got before you move to this motherfucker, you better dispose of that shit. Shit was like a fucking Christmas tree. All of mm-hmm. all the chicks, well, various chicks, starting from MySpace. Hook hey. Brother Panic Up. Oh, yeah, starting from the MySpace era. Hook Brother Panic Up. Well, I would wash all my muscles up. This <laughs> made me strong. <laughs> I knew these women. I knew the goddess. Please believe I wasn't playing. Everything I was doing was a ritual. Send me your panties. Send me your, your, your panties. Give them to me. You know what I'm saying? Like Terminator. Your panties, your clothes. Give them to me. But, yeah, I mean, you know, sexual energy is very, very powerful, very hard. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing more powerful than love. Nothing more yeah. powerful than me being with a woman. There's, there's no, my level of elevation went to the next level. Let me even tell you this, how I knew Khadija was right. When I first got with her, she said, no, I didn't smoke the panic pack. I drank it as a tea. I said, oh, you did? I said, well, how did that work? I never heard of it. Then mm. when I told people to start drinking it as a tea, my sales doubled. Just mm. walking through the door with her, she, just her idea of just her nonchalant talking doubled my sales. Now people who didn't smoke, I would say, y'all can drink it as a tea. It works. And they mm-hmm. did, and that is most more people drink it as a tea than they, than they smoke it now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I knew spiritually, I knew, and and that's certainly been the case. More, you know, prosperity's increased, and so many things. My consciousness, self realization. When you have one person driving, see them chicks. All the chicks I was with wasn't telling me shit. Whatever you like, I like what you like. What movie you want to see? What movie you want to see? You, you can't do that, no. Khadija would tell my ass in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's probably, I promise you, and let me tell you, and I want you to hear this. When I first was fucking around, met Bobby, and we chilling with the crew, Bobby was yeah, get a conscious freak, do all this, do all that. When me and him got close, and it became where me and him was in some real deep scenarios, of consciousness, that nigga dropped that shit and said, get one woman. I was like, nigga, you a sucker for love. I ain't doing that shit, nigga. I done tapped into the grand grand marine of this shit, the grand, the grand piano of this shit. Nigga, the hula hands of this shit. Nigga, I am on Gilligan's Island of Pussy. I'm not getting one woman, nigga, for what? For what? 
And he was mm-hmm. trying to tell me through mythology, Shiva and Pravati, all of this shit about how important it was based upon where my level of consciousness was coming to. He was like, no, this is going to get that. This is how you're going to know yourself. You have to get into love. That's the last, that's the last hurrah of this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, and that, that is, and you're going to get that. You, you're going to get that. Just let that shit flow. Don't even look for it. It's going to, yeah. it's going to show up. You're going to magnetize right. it. You're in a position where you're down to the bare bones of your consciousness. I promise you that. Your humanity yeah. is becoming a non-factor. You proved that tonight. It's becoming a non-factor. And when that becomes a non-factor, your soulmate is going to, there's nothing to block. Mm. That person from the first, nothing to block you. Yeah. Your humanity yeah, yeah, pushes yeah, that shit away. Your humanity is what pushes that shit away, especially niggas. Yeah. All the pussy you think is waiting out there to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So you're pushing yeah. the shit away. You're not even looking. You're not even focusing on that. So when you get rid of these blockages, you actually open yourself up magnetically to, to pull what is your right. absolute equal. It will happen. It cannot not Man. happen. The stuff you talking about. Y'all touched on it too uh, about the um, you know the race thing and got the hurricane, all these little little things. You end mm-hmm. up it ends up becoming a non-issue in your life, and that's part of that love frequency, part of that mm-hmm. that uh the, uh um uh you, you basically have love and trust, and so mm-hmm. because you have love, you have trust in everything. That kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What happens is. All this other problems you see that 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 are that that are being pushed disappear from your particular lifestyle, and I equate mm. that to the to, to the whole love energy. Mm. Right, right. I can see that's that. That's it. That's the heart chakra. That's yeah. that frequency uh, uh, that you're putting out. You know what I'm saying? That's often right. blocked by humanity. That's humanity's job to keep you. In, it's in, your, your ego is in survival mode, and it, it's, its entire job is to keep you in arrested development or in isolation, frozen, and doing the same old thing. It, it needs the same old thing for it to acknowledge itself as itself. In fact, that's what we talked about, how your family members are trying to find that same old thing, how my yeah. sister is trying to use this transcendental meditation white guy from Oprah <laughs> to even have yeah. a conversation as if she's in the same field or league as me in some kind of way. And this is because her ego needs normalcy. And this thing mm-hmm. that you come, no matter how dysfunctional they are, as, to, as you have accepted as normal are the things that actually block out anything new. You think they're having something new. Your ego's experiencing uh, a new moods, but it's actually not nothing new. So once you deal with the humanity and move the things that block you and keep you in the norm, you actually open yourself up for the true transformation. And if your goal or your agenda is to find that other half of yourself, you will because that's what you are transforming into. You cannot not do it. You know what I'm saying? These things are quantum. These things are, are psychic energy that pull and magnetize you is there. It's happening all the time. It's in existence all the time. It's just stifled by our human thought. And if you are no longer thinking like the human that you were, oh, this is, this is, when, it, this is when you win. 
And when hmm. Bobby seen those things in me, that's when he started having this whole other conversation about finding one woman. He was trying to hook me up so bad. It was he just wanted wow. to see everything happen. He wanted to see everything happen. Oh man, so he stopped talking to Miss Blue, huh? Like nigga. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, no. He said, Oh man, did you see Gina at the lecture? And <laughs> he said lecture like that, the lecture. I said, Oh yeah, I seen that she's always with guys. I you know, I didn't know. Oh, she ain't have no guy this time, man. She had on that I Dream of Genie shit, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I wish this was back in the days, man. Well, like, Bobby, man, come on, man. So eventually he pushed and pushed, and we're sitting there like, look, we know we're just going to fuck, but he thinks it's a love thing. So we gave him a little <laughs> bit. Hey, man, what you doing, man? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm here with her. We, we, we looking at the fish. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, like, no, nah, man, man. Yeah, Aquaman, nigga. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, this is Aquaman. And, like, like, you know, he just wanted that shit to happen. He said, look, man, what you got to do is you got to wear her robes. You know, you got to get in the mode. See, I was watching the episode of Sanford and Son, and, you know, uh, you know, Fred, like, Lena Horn, so he's spraying her perfume like Lena Lena, he's just losing himself and not trying to block it. See, man, you can't block it. I'm like, block it, nigga? Block what? Block the love, man. You got to accept the love. I'm like, yes, I will accept love when I'm in love. But (laughs) he fought and fought and fought. Yeah. It gets you up to the next level. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Oh, we like lost panties. Oh, they're probably going to cut them off. They're going to probably cut the show off in a few. Okay. But well, I, I know what me... talk about. He's going to come go, back go on. Ahead. He's going to come back on. Yeah. Okay. Say, what time is it? I got to pick up a load and, like, what time? It's 1.46. <laughs> what state are you in? I'm in uh, West Virginia right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you close okay. time. Yeah, but yeah, I gotta go to sleep. Well, let me get y'all the link or whatever, and I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, I'm back. Once they kick me off once, that means we got about a half hour or so. So let's get this out the way before we keep on chatting. Doc Yogi, where can people contact you because you also do consultations? You need to make yeah. that absolutely clear. You do consultations, and you can tell them, tell them about some of the things you deal with. Some of these women, even these guys, if you have mm-hmm. something going on and you want to keep it private, this is the expert to talk to clearly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So y'all can reach out to her. Go ahead. Where can they get you, Doc Yogi? Yeah, um, I can be reached at the Dragonfly Effect. That's um, T-H-E. D-R-A-G-O-N-F-L-Y-A-F-F-E-C-T, uh, thedragonflyeffect.com, or hit me up with an email, same name, uh, thedragonflyeffect at gmail.com. If you go through the website, you can go um, down to Relief 
sessions with Dragonfly, and it gives you the whole rundown, the pricing. Um, if you want to um, get Reiki um, or have a yoga session, that too, just pick that package and we can hook it up. Mm-hmm. I am a truck driver, so we can hook it up to where I can come to you. Or mm. um, if there's enough of Ooh, you guys awesome. in one area, we can do a group session. So, mm. um, nice. so that would be cool too. So, so yeah, nice. uh, the Dragonfly nice. Effect at, at uh, I'm sorry, the Dragonfly Effect dot com. Um, yeah, okay. I, I, like I said, I write blogs and stuff like that. So, and I talk about mm-hmm. um, when I first, you know realized that I did have some of uh, the predatory ways that, you know, I picked up from the person that abused me, that I had Mm -hmm. some of those same characteristics. So coming to uh, accept those parts of me, the ugly parts, and not just the pretty namaste shit, but, hey, I got some dark Mm -hmm. shit too, you know, and just the whole process is there on that blog at the dragonflyaffect.com. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, remember, y'all can go there and see what she got going on. She got a few things going on. So, always go check her out. Remember, she got a book coming, too, a book with a lot of answers. You know, if y'all been paying attention tonight, and I hope you have, this is actually a very advanced uh, person in terms of her work, and she can help get you there. You can hear that she's a teacher. So, she can help get you there. So, this is a beneficial person to know. You know what I'm saying? You may not want to act like it in the chat room, but nobody's yeah. around. You all need to go check her out and, you know, get some answers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get some answers. Right. You always want to get it from a feminine perspective. So smart, articulate, right. genius, and know their shit and doing their mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. remember to get that hug. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to mm-hmm. remember, uh, Phil, tell them uh, details of Las Vegas, you have them handy with you? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. So, Las Vegas Lecture, The Occult Science of Foolishness and Fuckery. This is going to be mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, uh, the, the the Marriott, which is right by the, mm-hmm. the, the convention center there, October mm-hmm. the 21st. Go and get, mm-hmm. get, get signed up. You can go, go and call and say uh, you want to get to the event by the Oracles, and they'll give you a mm-hmm. discount on the hotel that's right there. Uh, oh, the, okay. the Marriott there. Uh, there's okay. also a ton of hotels all throughout Vegas. So if you like, man, Boy. fuck that shit. Stay in one one you want to choose. So right. All that flies in. For the oracles out there, we already done got our house. Um, it's full mm-hmm. right now. So everybody that's hitting me up saying, hey, how can I get in the oracle house? is full. But mm-hmm. I'm going to extend an invite. We're going to be doing some cooking joints and all that kind of fly shit that Friday, that Friday mm-hmm. and that Saturday. So y'all can come on okay. through and we get our little eat on and all that kind of fly shit. You going to make some okay. shrimp again? Yeah. You oh, know okay. that song. This is going to be, it's going to be called the Feast of Pan. Pan as the nature Ooh. spirit. Hey. It, Let's so, get it. I so that. We getting it. We getting it in. It's one of those those things. You know, we up in the game on the lecture series. Nice. Yes, I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you, I just got some motherfucking goat horns. 
Finally. Mm. Oh shit. Oh, I think I, I think I'm walking around with them shits. Now also me and Phil got a thing going on. They got a zip line that zips you through Oh, the I'm doing that shit. <laughs> so we're gonna see who's gonna do the zip line. I know you're gonna do that shit, dog. Yo. Me and Phil <laughs> gonna have on costumes while we do it. So I don't, I don't know if I could commit to the onesie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm still going to bring it, you know what I'm saying? And I bought me another onesie today, a Spider-Man, so shit. Man, shit. So let me tell you, I got to. I want to do a flyer for this Vegas one, and I'm opposing the new onesie <laughs> just to just to get it, just to get it pop, just to. But I know we're going to do a. a, a Costumes while me and Phil do it, so we want to see who's going to do it. I know Jeff Moore is going to show up. I know Jeff Moore is going to show up. You know what I'm saying? I know some real faces going to show. I want to see some faces in the place. Dog Yogi's coming. It's going to be the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all going to be able to meet Dark Yogi face to face. Don't get no ideas. The lust is over, niggas. She's going to have to tell your niggas in a very nice way. Uh, Sorry, guys. But uh, it's a no go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you niggas are talking about soulmateism. It ain't gonna work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Aquaman, man. Yeah, it ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? You'll see, she's a nice person, a sweetheart, and y'all get to talk to her face to face. You get to talk to everybody face to face. The Oracle House is gonna be popping October 21st. You know what I'm saying? Let me get this. Also, get this. Uh, this uh, South Carolina thing going. South Carolina is going to be September 23rd. Columbia, South Carolina, 434 Columbiana Drive. Columbia, South Carolina, 29212. That's going to be 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. There's 25 to get in. What's the name of this lecture? This is going to be the scientific nature of reprogramming the DNA. A fancy way of just trying to get your ass back in order. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> September 23rd. Now, y'all can contact Visa for the webinar info if y'all can't make it, but I urge you to try to bring your asses. You niggas from Atlanta, come on. It's a three-hour drive. Let's get it. Go to her website, Culturally Speaking, O-C-C-U-L-T-U-R-A-L-L-Y, speaking.com, culturallyspeaking.com. You can find out webinar info and any other info you need uh, to get there to the live lectures, which is all $25. Cheap shit. You know what I'm saying? Cheap mm-hmm. shit. And like I said, a live lecture is a whole different thing. So we got the two coming up. We got uh, September in Columbia, South Carolina, which is going to be the shit. And the absolute shit is going to be in Las Vegas, October 21st. So y'all niggas need to make arrangements. Yeah. Big guys make arrangements to come down. It's going to be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Dark Yogi, you know what I'm saying? We love when she's on the show. We still got a little show left. We're going we gonna to go to the lights, cut us off. But, you know, I want to thank Dark Yogi before we get cut off for coming through once again, blessing us with the information. <laughs> Real inspirational. You know what I'm saying? It's inspirational for me because after talking for close to 10 years, it's always great to hear somebody who's 
doing some shit for real. You know what I'm saying? I've seen progress Thank and you. many strides and this, that, the other. But someone who's totally got this shit, I'm going to have to say that's Thank me you. today. You know what I'm saying? You totally got it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I just hope I can play the little part in that. And helping you transform, that makes me feel like I am absolutely doing some shit here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. And, um, yeah, so we continue with it. You know what I'm saying? We continue with it. And, um, yeah, you know, I was going to say your soulmate, you know what I'm saying? Um, I wasn't looking for that. I knew at the point I did want somebody. And like I said, so many women will come to me. So Khadija just hit me up on Facebook, said happy birthday, and I want to get an herb pack. And something just said, I'll send you a couple for free. And she said, well, actually, you know, I'm about to move. So I'll hit you up when I move, and then you can send it there. I said, all right, cool. And she did, and I sent it to her. And I was talking to so many people. It was in the BlackBerry era. And if you remember... BlackBerry Messenger, you didn't have to give out your phone number. You had a whole number just for your messenger. And so pretty much you could stay incognito. I said, I'm not even going to give it my phone number. So many people call me. I'm just going to give it a BlackBerry. I'm going to texting. So I tested it out. You sent me some naked pictures. Fuck no, nigga. I said, okay. You passed that test. At least I know where we stand. And that said, well, you know, send me some regular pictures. She said, I'll take some. She didn't have nothing on Facebook. And somebody tagged her in a picture on Facebook while while we talk while we're talking. Because remember, she's tagged. I didn't see nothing she looked like. Said sent her this uh herb pack and all that. Didn't even see her. Somebody mm-hmm. told me. Then somebody tagged her. I said, Well, this bitch is kind of <laughs> I said, but you know, this is a head up shot, you know. Shit turned into something else below the neck. You know how that mm-hmm. you know how Facebook does. So she said, Oh, I'll send you some pictures. I'm thinking she's sending me face shots. Send me full body joints, you know what I'm saying? Clothes. I said, Oh, this bitch is banging. I said, I'm a I'ma take her to so many restaurants and make her fat. Watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let me tell you. You know, I'm talking on the phone. She was she had a good flow. We talked. I'm not thinking no soulmate, no none of that shit. Now, mm-hmm. when she was telling me later, she she stopped fucking. You know, she only she had a baby father, another nigga. She was very not very niggery. Just two niggas, and so she wasn't fucking with nobody for a, a year and change. And she said she knew her soulmate was coming. She said. She she bought DVDs of mine. She said she didn't know it was me. She said when she first seen my DVDs, this is actually bad shit, Dan. She was like, and that, that shit's terrible. She's like, she knew she would meet me one day. She said she knew she would fuck with me one day. But she didn't even think about it. So she said she, she don't fuck her Facebook. She said she got on Facebook lady. She told me to hunt my black ass. I'm like, really? I said, you, just, you did the right thing, son. But she said she still wasn't thinking soulmate, but she knew one was coming, but she didn't think it was me. You know, she'll tell a story better, and she'll tell it then, but I wasn't even thinking that shit. I'm like, I just want to see somebody nice and hang out with because I just got catfished. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I want to hang out with somebody nice. So, you know, I came, you know, I came out to the land. I said, I want to see this bitch. She ain't going to catfish me. Like, right out to the land. 
saying? Mm-hmm. It was cool, you know what I'm saying? We were just chilling out and liking it, feeling it, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I told the story plenty of times. Like, when I was little, I said, uh, I used to have visions of dreams, and this woman used to get in the bed with me, like, have sex. But I knew it was a dream. It was just such a real lucid dream, like, lay next to me and all that. And I always remember that face. My mother got sick. That's when, you know, went away. But, like, the third time I was out here, the second or third time, me and her went to the movies, and I looked at Khadija in the dark and said, oh, shit, that's that woman. I, was, I didn't tell her to like, the next couple of times. So I knew then this was some, something was up with this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It was some serious shit. Even though he was cool, she was fine as a motherfucker. When I first came out here the first time, and she was waiting in that goddamn, um, a goddamn airport, I said, oh, this bitch is way too fine for me. You know, I literally <laughs> felt insecure. You know what I'm saying? I was, like, shaking and shit. Do, do you still like me? <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> That's how bad, dude. That motherfucker threw on them fucking shades. I said, now I know this bitch is out of my league. I was straight mm. shit. You know, my gut was fat. I'm like, oh, I got to go to the gym. I got to do so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she ain't blink. Banging motherfucker, man. And like I said, I said, oh, I'm going to make her fat. I took her ass to New York and took her to the, took her to the real G shit. I was calling OG niggas. I mean, I called your Clark Kent. Where was that Italian restaurant that we went to back in 1986 that time? You told my shit on Houston Street? Ah, uh, yeah. This, it's on Houston between da 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 Took her to that shit. Went downtown to Little Italy. Eat, bitch, eat. You know what I'm saying? Was taking her to so many spots. You know what I'm saying? Everything, boom, 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 boom. When I first the, the, when I first met her out here, though, maybe the second or third day she came to New York. But when I first met her out here, she took me to a spot. She said, you know, she never went there. Spondividus. It's like it was famous. It's, it's a shit dump now, but it was like a famous Atlanta spot. Seafood. We went there. So she's real humble, looking at the menu. I'm like, what you want? Get what you want. She's like. Uh, I'll just have 10 hot wings. I said, hot wings? Get you a fucking lobster. What the fuck is wrong with you? You in a fucking seafood restaurant. Get a fucking lobster. Lobster. She's like, oh, later on, she's like, well, I didn't know what the fuck you was working with, nigga. I said, oh, bitch, I was trying to get some pussy. That's what I was working with. What the fucking lobster? <laughs> oh, shit. Now, oh, my God. This motherfucker, this bitch relentless in my wallet. You seen when we was at that restaurant thing? Let me get an extra sauce and uh, two of those and one of those. Before it, And it got worse and worse because they'll be like, well, ma'am, it's a dollar extra for asparagus. Then she would look at me and I'd be like, yes, get the asparagus. She don't look at me for asparagus. It's not, that's no longer an OG call. You know what I'm saying? A dollar extra asparagus. No, no problem. Give me two. Oh, my God damn. I made a monster, kid. A mm-hmm. monster. A monster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, nah, I started to, I knew she was my soulmate when I, when I, when she was, when I seen she was that woman that used to get in bed with me. I said, oh, I know she's going to either kill mm. me or this, this. So I knew it was that. And then she started saying, 
she would be like, yo, yo, I can see lights and shit around you in your aura I've never seen before. You know, that shit kind of make a nigga feel big. You know what I'm saying? And niggas tell me that good shit a lot, too. Like, I had a weird old nigga that I was fucking with. Him and his wife is weird, but she used to see spirits and auras and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yo, those, you know, she was scared because people, like, ridiculed her for it. I'm like, bitch, you in the right place now. You know what I'm saying? Say what you see. She's like, yo, around your head. And she was pointing to the candles that I had of, of these saints. She was like, yo, you got the same thing as them. Like, I said, oh, no, that's a halo. Yeah, I'm a, I said, I'm a G like that. You know what I'm saying? I, and then, like, you know, <laughs> the chick in Cincinnati um, at one of the lectures, she's like, yo, she said, you got these lights around you that I've never seen before. She said, I've seen people with lights, but nobody else has got that shit. I was mm. like, thank you. you that's just the shit that makes you feel big. You know you're on the right path. <laughs> but no, because can see, like, she'll tell me, like, I'll come in the room and she'll be seeing wild shit over me. She's a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I tell you, that little uh, 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 readings ain't even a half. She be saying shit that I'll be like, what? What the fuck did you just say? Repeat that shit? And she was saying it nonchalantly. She's like, yeah, Marie Laveau and them came over and we had a whole session. And they was <laughs> to me how to do this. I said, well, we'll go back. And then she'd be like, yeah, did you get the peanut butter that I wanted? Wait, wait, wait. What the fuck did you say? Marie Laveau. She'd be saying the wild some shit. That I'm like, fuck, it'd be so lucid and so detailed. I'm like, yo, she's a bad motherfucker. Like, I said, if you was telling this story on fucking blog talk, you would have more followers than any motherfucker I can think of. You know what I'm saying? Like, bad motherfucker. So her classes, I've seen her flexing a little bit more. And I'll be trying to get her ass to talk. I'll be trying to get her to come on this radio show. She don't like that shit like that. She's like, nah, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you need to. I said, because I can hear it. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be doing this shit. You will, like, go crazy if it's bottled up. But she's waiting for her classes and you know that. And she, gets, she does a lot of talking on them. See, she did, like, mad readings all day. So she don't want to come on this shit and talk all night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she's done. You know, she's done. She's really piling them shits up lately. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sun up to sun down type shit. So... I get it, and but uh, you know, in due time, she got to do it where she was. But no, I'm saying she's got some serious shit going on. She, I mean, like some shit that's real impressive. And then mm-hmm. when I heard her classes, I was like, man, it's impressive. Like I said, I love to hear intelligent women. Like you're very intelligent. You know what I'm saying you really know your shit. You're confident. <laughs> you know yourself. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying that's really some light in the ass shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't really find that as much. And it's really easy. It's really like a choice. It's not really easy, but you, it, once you do it and make the decision to do it, you look back and be like, that was actually easier than I thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I had like, a hard road to go, but it's, it's really not, it's not, not easy, but it's not hard. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. It's not hard. Where, 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 where people think is like, out of their grasp because it's really you. You had your mind your entire life. It mm-hmm. is you. You're working with yourself. It's, nobody knows you more than you. So you can get right. down to the bottom of shit if you choose to do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you choose mm-hmm. to do it. 
you can get down to the bottom of shit. You know what I'm saying? Where's Aquaman? He left. <laughs> the niggas must be getting dropped off. So don't worry, we're gonna get dropped soon. See, peace to see Grant. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't hey, see Dane. Yeah, Dane. Dane is still in the building. No, no Dane, no Elijah. I don't see them. You still got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of folks. So when they drop off, they must can't get back in. Oh, okay. So, so it's probably gonna happen to us because once they drop me once, that's like a warning. So I can get oh, back okay. in the second time. Is, second time is over. That's what's been happening. So what we gave all the information. They know they could contact you. Um, where you at? Yeah. Aquaman, you got off the phone. Aquaman got. Oh no, this is Aquaman. He got off the phone. He's in the chat room though. But um, so we gave everything we needed to give out. You know what I'm saying? I I can't wait to 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 this book. You know, you got to come back when your book is out. And if you need help, yeah. you got go to you got you to hit up Courtney. You know, she, she okay. Does, okay. Uh, yeah, I I make sure that'll happen for you. Like she she does the editing and all of that. So when it's ready, yes. you you oh my God. It, you guys in the morning. <laughs> She'll help with the editing, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, that's that's who we were shouting out today, fly ankles. You know, okay, that's fly ankles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Courtney. Courtney put my shit Courtney. in. She's a G. She knows how to do this shit for real. You know what I'm saying? She helped a liar yeah. let God out. She helped him let God out. You tell that nigga, nigga, I will let God out. That shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. But, yeah, I mean, I think you're about to really go into the next adventure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, and it, it is. That's where consciousness really comes to another level of the head. That's why I said, oh, this motherfucking Bobby Hammond knew exactly what he was talking about, though. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. That was his last <laughs> laugh. Find some of these. Find this love shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Free yourself, nigga. Free yourself. Like, nigga, stop mm-hmm. it. You, that's it, man. You're doing way too much. You out of control, nigga. And, it's um, ironic. It's ironic um, for yeah. being so anti-love. That's some Disney World shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, Disney yeah. World shit is bullshit. But this and is right. something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I was, I, I was, I think I would have liked the girlfriend, but I was not in any place to any path. I didn't see any path of the shit coming, and then it was getting worse after this brother panic shit. Because now everybody mm-hmm. who was conscious it was like they knew me from this shit, and it was like they all looked up to me. Now it was nobody who was looking. Yeah. Kid. I, Khadija, I don't know how she got there. She was, she was on it. She would voice her opinion from the beginning, but I let her know I did not want anybody to be, you know, um, just, you know, brother panic, brother panic, brother panic. That wasn't even it no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but Khadija's so goddamn dominant. Oh, goodness. It was like two motherfucking dominant motherfuckers in the same place. She don't know when to chill out when I'm getting antsy. <laughs> antsy. But for the most part, mm-mm. she's picking shit off my head. I'm like, oh, every motherfucker just tell That's me to wipe it off. That's that mama, though. That's that yeah. mama. <laughs> All day. All day. I'm like, look. 
You can't be mad. I'm going to start calling you mama, ma, ma, ma. <laughs> And I would be justified. Now, I ain't your mother, nigga. Yes, the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck you get that one from? Mm. You need to bring your shirts upstairs. <laughs> nigga, I can lay my shit anywhere I want. Now, all my shit upstairs. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm scared to do that shit. Let me let me ask you something, um, Panic. Like, the, the more you work towards, you know, perfecting that, not perfecting, but healing the mm-hmm. trauma with your mom, doesn't that mm-hmm. bring you closer with Khadija? Um, does that, I mean, does uh, it connect you more when you, once you start healing mm-hmm. stuff with your mom? Does it connect because, you more with... Because I was at a level where I made a choice that Khadija would be my 100% no matter where I stood in terms of my mother. So I did the work to get to Khadija already. Oh, okay. Irregardless, okay. irregardless of any more breakthroughs I have with my mother. So much so, you, you, you're going to understand it's a trust thing because that's the first thing you lose when you lose your mother, the absolute idea of trust. That's your first bond. So uh. moving to Atlanta was the ultimate in trust, just that alone, and not being able to drive. My whole dependency was on her. Okay. You just, I need to get a haircut, please. So I, <laughs> I mean, it was do or die. It could be anything. Yeah. She'd been some crazy motherfucker in the end. Yeah. I was totally at her command, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, before Uber. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so just that alone. And like I said, there's things we did financially, but I put it all on the line for her and let her be mm-hmm. in control. So many, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. So much so, it was an exercise in me in freeing myself, irregardless of understanding my mo- the past of my mother, but not necessarily a, uh, getting closer to a breakthrough. It was, mm-hmm. it was me letting go. It was, mm-hmm. it was a form of me letting go. You know what I mean? A form of me saying, I'm going to trust all this goddess and queen shit, but let me trust in it. Let me release myself and trust in it. So now it's more like together we'll find things that will come up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I haven't told anybody. You was there when I was talking about my mother, right? Yeah, yeah. That month. But what I didn't know, she was dead. And we just found oh. out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So that was a big deal. She passed away. And that's why she was wow. coming through and I kept talking. I never talked about it. I kept talking yeah. about it. And, and, you know, my sister, my uncle called me said, your mom is dead. Remember, she was homeless. Mm-hmm. And, and she was gone. We couldn't find her. Um, she didn't come. Mm. She, she was getting a check at my aunt's house. She didn't come for a while. My aunt told my sister. My sister did investigating, and they put, they buried her in Potter's Field, which is just pretty much an unmarked grave. Mm. Now we got lawyers going to zoom the body and see what we can do. My sister wants to sue them. Mm-hmm. He said because they could, they fingerprinted her. They found out who she was. They could have found out easily as she gets the check, and there's an address, and there's people. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many sad things. She's homeless. My sister would run into her, and there's nothing we could do. We would try to help her. She would absolutely refuse. There was nothing in the law that says we could do anything. Wow. Said if she's not harmful to herself or others, <clears throat> there's nothing we could do. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the most incredible story, and I'm giving you highlights of trauma mm-hmm. that's incredibly to so many people wouldn't be able to fathom this in their mm-hmm. life. So things like that. Are you going to write that too? With, huh? Are you going to ever write your story? Like the mm-hmm. whole... I wrote, I wrote it in this book. In this book? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Look, I'm writing. I'm dealing with I'm going heavy in it. I, 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 I dealt with her. I dealt with that. Let me tell you, um, I would say Khadija's there through it with me because she understands. So mm-hmm. me and Khadija are close because we are just soulmates. So before this trauma of my mother, me and Khadija understand who we are together. So that's why this is wow. see. If me and her were just in a new, let's say, relationship or more of a human relationship, it probably would bring me closer. But what me and Khadija are are closer than before this this person played the role on earth as my mother. You get what I'm saying? Oh. Before I'm playing the role as panic, me and Khadija were. So nice. us coming to that understanding, it brings us closer in the understanding of the journey as both of us stand together. You know what I'm saying? Khadija takes absolute good care of me. She's a woman mm-hmm. who's in absolute love with me, true love. So we're close based upon this definition of soulmates that we are in mm-hmm. different lifetimes. I mean, she has a, on her ring finger, when her nail grows, it breaks. One, just on her ring finger, it always cracks. And she said, this is because me and her were married. As soon as we got married, I died in one lifetime. She said, that Aww. shit, not really broke. I mean, we're talking about real shit, you know what I'm saying? I remember one, I remember her killing me stabbing me when I was almost in my sleep and me waking up and slipping further away going, you bitch. <laughs> I would get to that. <laughs> and I don't know where it was, cheating, whatever it was. Um, you know, there was, there was, you know, there was just, um, you know, there was so many things that supersede this lifetime between me and her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a guy, King Cook. You know King Cook? Mm-mm. He's online. Sean Cook, King Cook. You, uh, everybody pretty much knows right, King Cook. So he's just around. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't figure out what this connection was with this 23-year-old kid. He used to come around, but he was hanging around. We hang online. Turns out he had a vision. Me and Khadija had a vision. In Atlantic City, there was a jazz club caught on fire. We was in it. Khadija grew up in a jazz family. Her grandfather had a jazz club. I cannot fuck with jazz. It's the most depressing music I can ever think of. Mm-hmm. Khadija, she sings. She went to sing, and I was drinking liquor out of like a soda bottle. You know, you, I did the hookup. She said, wait a minute, give me a sip of that before she went to sing. And as soon as she said that, I had a whole flashback of me getting on heroin in this jazz club that mm-hmm. caught on fire. 
Sean Cook found this jazz club. He said he used to own it, and I remember that's what I, my connection was. He was the owner of this club. And, and soon we found this shit out. He was at my house. He was out here. I was cooking out, turned on the grill, cooked. You know, the grill's still high. I went upstairs. Motherfucking grill fell. The bottom fell out, caught on the deck. The deck caught on fire. Damn. I was sleeping. The neighbor's kid knocked on the door. Your house is on fire. <laughs> Sean Cook was there. I came. I didn't know what to do with a fucking uh, the the fire extinguisher. He knew put the fire out. Damn. Same shit. Same fucking weekend as uh, we found out about this club. And what was weird, my uncle in New York. Somebody was doing something. He lives in a building complex. They had a fire downstairs. The fire went in, like, the way the building was shaped. Upstairs to his house, burnt his whole shit out. My aunt had a house, and the people upstairs had a fire, like, all in the same vicinity. Shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But, um, so, I mean, this was a lifetime me and Khadija had together, and this was one of the ones I felt really guilty about because I got her on heroin, on drugs. And I had that, had that flashback when she said, let me get a sip of that. I, it, it, it paused because it fucked me up. But so with me and her, there's so many realizations and lifetimes. It goes beyond just this lifetime. This is just another adventure. But if we were more human, this probably would bring me closer She's always there, you know what I'm saying? The hardest thing, actually, when I found out my mother died, was telling Dane, too, you know what I'm saying? Because he was, uh, you know, he knew her. And I felt it more when people from my hood, you know, a thousand conscious people sent their condolences on her picture. and mm-hmm. But when people from my hood who knew her, you know what I'm saying, I was kind of feeling it, you know what I'm saying? You know, the humanity side of it, you know what I'm saying? You know, people who I knew who knew her, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got friends on Facebook who I knew for years. You know, we knew since five, but we ain't going to talk. We talk on Facebook, you know, it ain't that lovey-dovey. Like, my boy Ray, my man Ray, like, yo, give me a call. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. You know, and, you know, like I said, she was a neighborhood crazy lady. But niggas still had love, you know what I'm saying? Still knew her. They still, you know. Mm-hmm. Drop their condolences. My boy, I have a boy named Hot Day. He's DJ Hot Day. You know what I'm saying? He had to inbox me because he was a good friend. He was like, yo, man, whatever you want to do, whatever you need, you know, your moms, whatever's going to happen. They don't even know she passed in February. was gone since February. Mm. And we just found out now. When my sister called me. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, her little ego, she calls Khadija. Um, she's talking about some paperwork that she needs me to sign as the son. goes for her to be the point, point person with the lawyer. I said, well, no, she needs to call me and tell me what she's trying to do because I was going to try. You know, Dane was already on the case to see how we could exhume the body. I was going to just have a burn and bring her home here. Mm-hmm. So, she's, you know, my sister wanted to do something just besides that. So I said, or whatever. You know, she's human. We this is wrong. 
We need to sue. Oh my god damn, all right. And then I found out my uncles and aunts, who I don't talk to neither, my grandmother, who just passed as well, mm-hmm. she had to be like goddamn 100. She would just would not let go. Come to me and spirit mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And she was fucking catatonic. <laughs> like, niggas is putting pictures on Facebook talking about black don't crack. I mean, man, she cracked back in 19-fucking-93, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> This is, uh, I wish a long life, 10 more, you know, uh, 80 more years. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Let her go. Mm-hmm. Um, she said it was something fishy with that. And there were four of them. My uncle, two aunts, and my father. Two boys, two girls. My father's gone. So mm-hmm. it now comes to his, the grandkids that need to sign this thing. So they need me to sign some shit for her. So they so one of them could be the point person and some shit for my mother. I'm like, oh, that's why niggas is talking to me again. Leave <laughs> uh, my, need my mm. signature on shit. So now everybody's mm. fucking family again. Well, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's it's always something like you know, relief that my mom's has passed. Relief, not only for the spiritual things, but she's already come through. The first thing she said. She got her looks back. Because you know her looks were <laughs> phenomenally uh, atrocious. You know what I'm saying? She was a pretty yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. But you know how that, you know, teeth missing and real yeah. years, you know, shit that's scary. But um, yeah. so she was so happy about that. She's with her sister. You know, she had another sister who passed and so she hanging out with this. She didn't even get down to business yet. I'm like, oh, mm. I can't wait. You know, I'm going to set you up. But I knew it was something because when I started talking about her, you know what I'm saying, starting in Arkansas, it was random. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even planning on doing that. It's because she had passed then. She was coming through now. But you know, so my uncle told me, I was like, look, I would lie if I said I wasn't kind of happy. You know, her suffering. She was suffering since the fucking 70s. You know what I'm saying? Mm, he said, wow. anybody, anybody who tell you different will be lying, kid. You know what I'm saying? I said, yep. So it was kind of was a relief, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, a homeless lady in New York. You know, you, you, you can't, each time this, the thought comes in your mind, it's atrocious. Mm. Atrocious. So, no, nah, I mean, I did a lot. You know, trusting is a lot. Dealing with the issues like of abandonment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, all these little things that come up, you know, it's hard. You know, a lot of it you have to accept. I say this is mm-hmm. since I was like nine years old. You have to accept that this is a part of the reality. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, you know, so, you know, it is what it is. And I said, right now, talking to her in the spirit world, that's like talking to her from back in the days. I could, truthfully, I couldn't wait for this day. Yeah. And now I'm talking to the mother that I lost when I was nine. Mm. Gonna be on. I mean, she's going to be on. I always knew it was going to be on when she made that transition. Because her path 
is also a path that she chose, which is a hard road for her. Huh. Which means she has to have power. And, you know, the shit they tell me, you know, because everybody's trying to define her before me, and it never fails. Like, I remember being in my hood, you know, I talked to old niggas, OGs. Like, well, yeah, my, you know, my grandfather, you know, because my, my whole family, my grandfather was out there. My mother and her brothers and sisters out here. We the third generations in this hood. So niggas, you know, niggas is deep. I tell them who my mother is, they lose their mind. Your mom's is Yvonne? Yo, she was a genius. She was this, they was that. Like, they would say some incredible shit about her constantly. Like, niggas from the hood, and, you know, so, you know, because, you know, you figure your aunts and uncles going to always want to tell you some sweet shit. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, random niggas, you know what I'm saying? Random huh. niggas. Oh, that's your mom's? Oh, yo, she was this, she was that, she was this, she was that. So, you know, my grand, that's why she, one of the reasons she went crazy, because she was actually a certified genius by mm. by white people's standards. So, wow. you know, it's, it's going to be real interesting, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think she's able to really get rest until we get her out of this spot. Uh, so okay. we're gonna we're gonna have to you know really give her this you know give her that going away thing, and then I'm really because she's she's coming through. I'm putting the liquor down, telling my father to get with her. You know what I'm saying? You gotta train them on the other side. She's been partying with her sister though. Like she's been <laughs> always she's been always saying that she, that was one of her things. I'm going back mm-hmm. to the party. Go back to the party. So what's her dream? is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.